to another episode of the Speak On It podcast. I am your host, Big Mike. You just ignore my laughter as we start. Backstage pre-show is just out of control. Gonna have a fun show tonight because everyone's in a good mood, even though, you know, some of us shouldn't be in a good mood. I think I'm probably the only one that should be in a good mood, but we'll get into it. Uh, you know I'm not alone. You know I got the squad with me. We bring in the mad producer, podcast Poppy in the building. I'm not sure if this is getting picked up on the mic, but I have a screaming demon in the other room, so we'll try <laughs> to ignore that. <laughs> We've got my man all the way. He's back. The Roz count. Where's Roz counter resets tonight? <laughs> Roz is back in the building. He, he, he started from zero again. We start this. We start this over. One is the number. <laughs> You're only as good as your last show, and Rods has been here. <laughs> <laughs> only as good as your last show, baby. And finally, back from his travels across the country, back at his home base, we've got Breezy in the building. How are you doing, sir? What's going on, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 Roz, I like that name, man. Fast and Stacks Electric Blue. <laughs> yo. We're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, I have no two. idea. Season two. Season two. Only right, season two. Season two. Yeah, I have no idea how hilarious it is when Mike try to start these shows or try to get these effects going. <laughs> the delay. <laughs> It was not good today. It was not smooth. Mike needs to make an LLC so he can buy a computer and write it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he just he's like? Uh, and, and the worst part is, y'all can hear uh, me clicking and nothing happened. Nothing happened. I, I, I don't hear anything. Mike, if I didn't jump in, Roz would have been muted when he started speaking. <laughs> I just, my gosh. It's so, just, it's. It's one of those things, man. We will we will look back at this and laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look back. I'm, those, if you're if you're if you've been following us, you'll know that this is our first episode without a certain person who is not here tonight. And what a coincidence that he's not here as we go into NFL recap because there was a. <laughs> There was a game on Sunday between two 0-2 teams, and only one came out with a victory. Someone's and O, yes. not to go. <laughs> and that O was my Tennessee Titans beating Anthony's 0-3 Raiders. <laughs> to be fair, Setting. Mike was talking shit that whole game. Mike was in the I chat was. talking shit that whole I game, was. making sure Anthony was aware. But then Mike got quiet. <laughs> the Raiders started making a comeback. That last, that last six minutes of that game got real dicey. Real and dicey. the second I see that they're in the end, the red zone, I straight up just go, "Hey, I need a wellness check on Mike right now." <laughs> like, what's <laughs> happening? He scored the touchdown. Wellness check, Mike. How are you feeling? And then they <laughs> fucked up. So then it immediately went to Anthony. Wellness check. How are you feeling? And that, this is uh, wonderful. One because nation. it's it's almost like <laughs> both things that I said were going to happen <laughs> happened where 
they couldn't stop the, the they couldn't stop Derrick Henry. Y'all couldn't stop the pass. But that y'all still gave up like 400 yards. And then the Raiders lost. It's a win-win for me because the Titans still get to be an awful defense and giving up yards and points every week. And then Anthony gets to lose. Because I don't care if you guys win. Go ahead, Mike. Do that. You do that. Do your thing, King. I mean, but Anthony can't win. really good for me. Anthony can't win. And they did not. It was looking so good for me because contrary to what Dylan will tell you, Tennessee was playing a really good defensive game. They were holding the Raiders. They only had, uh, I think, t- t- 13 points, I think, going into the fourth. And, then... and they were just doing nothing. And then all of a sudden, we just could not stop Hollins. For He turned into Jerry Rice and just – it was so frustrating to just see them – Bomb after bomb, and it was the digs all over again. We're just gonna leave him single coverage. He's killing us, and we're just gonna leave him on the island. Leave him on the island. Leave him on the island. Mike, it's almost like I said your corners are mediocre. I told you our corners are are definitely the weak point of the defense. There's a lot of weak points here. Our <laughs> no, our D line is actually very good. Still, nah. very good. It's very, it's, it's, it's very good. Our linebackers are average, and we have the best safety in the game. So, you have Derwin James on your team? No, we have. <laughs> then you don't have the best safety in the game on your we team. <laughs> we're we're not even going to do this. You're not going to get me to not whoa, see the whoa, safety whoa, on my. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. We got him. We got him. He's here. He's here. We have a full house. Play the music. Play the music. (laughs) By God. By God. (laughs) He's dead. Get him in here. Austin's here. Austin's here. Austin's here. Fucking loser's here. He's here. Uh, hey, oh. hey, fellas, fellas in the pod, uh, raise your hand. No, come back here. Raise your hand if your team has a win. Damn, Anthony. Damn, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I want you to do this next week, too, as well. Okay. Do what you yes. Do that for next week as well. Okay. I promise you, my hand will be raised by next week. Oh, we got a guarantee. <laughs> Guess we're gonna be the fucking Broncos. Man. We're going to be the Broncos at home. They score like seven points again. What happens? Anthony? What world do we live in? <laughs> where where the Raiders start off the season zero and four. What's crazy oh, no. is when, the, when I first started the doing this. Beach, uh, I'm changing your name next week to Let's Ride. <laughs> That's what your name is going to say. That's what it's going to say. It's not going to say Enoch. It's going to say Let's Ride. That's all it's gonna the, say. Only, the only thing that's keeping me from panicking is what the rest of the division looks like right now. That's the only thing that's keeping me from panicking. Mike, remember well, I, when we started recording episode one of season two and I started doing the In What World and you said, it only works when James says it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't know. Mojo. I don't know. Uh, James, you can have it for the NBA. The NFL looks like I'm uh, I'm spot on here. <laughs> I'm spot on here. <laughs> no, but I, I do know one thing, Dylan. Didn't somebody on this panel say that the Chargers weren't, wasn't what everybody thought they was? Somebody on here said that, right? Well, there's a lot of things going on in, that, in L.A. Is that me? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I, wait. No, no, I didn't. There's two I, things. There's two things. So, yeah, you did say that, but, again, it's also week three. <laughs> so, Anthony, it doesn't work for you but, but because the, you the guys minute, have minute, lost minute, three straight. The minute, the minute I get on the pod, 0-3, oh 0-3, and 0-3, oh and oh and but the Chargers, it's week Anthony, three. Anthony, you're, you're, you've lost three straight. Well, Herbert, so, unfortunately, Herbert, Herbert, you but we didn't. You, okay, so the Chargers get absolutely get their doors blown off by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They they don't get no criticism. The Chargers have a lot of injuries. Lot Herbert's of injuries. not healthy. They lost Bosa. <laughs> lost Slater. They don't have Keenan Allen. They lost Slater. There's a lot that happened. And they so got I blown don't, out. I don't hold that. I'm not. I know. I'm not. Them. No. 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 I'm not faulting them for losing, but I will fault them for not even competing. Right? Or here's a spin zone here. Mike, maybe, maybe you're maybe you're not maybe you're wrong about the Chargers not being right because maybe the Jags are just that good. That's what I said Jacksonville maybe might the be Jags good. Maybe Jacksonville are that good because right be good. now Jacksonville's the board of the division. Yeah, Jacksonville might yes, be good. They are. The Jags are number one, and and you guys are like third. Yeah, third. Yeah, the Titans. Oh yeah, are that's right. Division. We haven't because well, we haven't played a division game yet. Exactly, but as of right now, you guys are. Well, you guys are going to Lucas Oil this week. The I I thought this game would be good because I thought both of our, you know, us and them would start fast, and I thought, all right, this would be the trendsetter game. No, this has turned into a mini playoff game. Like this has turned into a must-win game. Like, like like I said, like I was nervous about the Raiders game, but I knew we could afford to lose it because we still hadn't played a division game. This game now, this we cannot lose this game. Cannot we have lose this game. two must-win games in Week Four. The Titans and the must beat the, ta- the Texans, and the Raiders the must win. The Colts. <laughs> well, and the Raiders must win, or else they. Yeah, must you can win. start kissing. Yeah, us if, 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 yeah, if, if season's like over. I, I always give it four weeks. This is Week Four. If we don't beat the Broncos at home, this season's. Because here's Season the one thing you may they may score seven points a game, and that Broncos Niners <laughs> game may have had 850 yards punting total in that game. <laughs> but like you know, these division games they always just play different. They're funky. They do. Funky. And you know, this could be exactly the thing that sparks a fire under Let's Ride's ass and <laughs> rides all the way through. Because my my thing is personally, right after the game, our owner had a closed meeting with our coach right after the game. And I'm pretty I'm pretty sure nice words were not said in that meeting. So McDaniels knows what the assignment is right now. He has us looking stupid out here. He has us looking crazy. Well, listen, I mean, the it's Raiders like the Patriot way doesn't exist. The Patriot way. He, he came from that <laughs> WNBA. He came from the Aces victory parade and he was like, wait a minute, is this what winning looks like? <laughs> <laughs> the Ra- hey Anthony, the Raiders have not won a game since the Aces won the championship. They have not won a game. <laughs> so yeah, he's on the hot seat, and he was at the Aces because he owns them too. He was there for all of that. He raised the trophy, looking like an idiot. 
but he raised the trophy. So, yeah, there's pressure. Don't, I, think, that, don't think that, that that's not connected. That is connected. I, I think if we have a disappointing season, I still think we should give him at least one more chance. I like no, if we if we all that money y'all paying him, y'all better give no. But if we, I'm saying if we tank, like I'm talking about, if we win five six games this year, he needs to get the sack, like absolutely, just one season. But if we're like eight and nine, something like that, all right, give him another year. You know, that's just my opinion. I I think we need to be a little more patient with the coaches too. I think we look at coaches like we look at quarterbacks sometimes. Like we just expect them to come in and it's just it, it don't I work like that. that. Man. It's different I when you ha- when you're in a situation where McDaniel's has never been a good coach. That's also true, unfortunately. So, like, you guys got had because the one <laughs> thing your owner did is he took two coaches and the two teams that he owns from legendary coaching staffs in Becky Hammond and Josh McDaniel's. One produced, one didn't. <laughs> so he tried to do the same thing in, in two different sports, and it doesn't work like that when you take from the Belichick tree. And then you have a, a, a Patriots executive as your GM when they don't do anything either. So it's a it's a tough look there in Vegas because Dude, you go and you don't address your areas of need. It's Anthony. It's deja vu when I'm spitting at you. It's the same thing I've been saying since the offseason started. It, it's true, but like this is what I this is what I've been meaning to say. Like because I ask people, yes, record wise, we're the worst in the division. But as far as just general playing wise, are we in the worst shape in our division? I say no. I say the uh, Chargers are in worse shape than us. Well, physically, you can't. You can't I, like honestly, I'd rather be us than the Chargers right now. The Chargers aren't looking good at all. Hell like God. we we could have won every single game. Yeah, I know there's could have would have could have, but we were in every single game. Like literally, the Chargers have been getting the doors blown off. So if you ask me, and then the Broncos, nobody knows where their offense is. They're still looking for that offense. Everybody saw the Sunday night game. That shit was brutal. But yeah, it to was be fair. Br- that Niners defense is good. And it's better than what they'll face when they face you. So is the Texas defense that good too? The Texas defense has talent, but no, they're not that good. Well, I'll say <laughs> this is the Chargers from a health standpoint. The Chargers are, are hurt everywhere. Trouble. If I was them, I would have reeled back Justin Herbert and I would have saved him from himself. Like, hey, hey, man, listen, I know you're trying to be a leader. I get it. It's too early in the season for to, to basically have him playing through an injury where he's like visibly wincing, visibly hurt. He's not, he's losing. Like, there was, there was one pass he threw and it was like, whoa, like he's what was that about? Like he was like super injured and you risk the whole season of him playing because he's going to say, Hey, like I played the other ones. Why can't I play? He's never going to, he's never going to tell you he's going to want to come out. So it's early enough to where you can just say, Hey, listen, sit out, put him on short-term IR. If you have to four weeks and just say, come back, finish strong. Keenan Allen could possibly be back. We may see him. And you get at least some people to come back around at the same time and really give it a shot and an arm to this team. They're playing with fire because if you take Herbert to week seven, week eight, and now you're talking about this half of the season mark, that's the rest of your season. You can't sit him then. You know, like, so, I mean, the Chargers are in a bad spot, man. Like, they're in a, they're in a bad spot. They, they should sit him for this week. The best players at their position. They, they, yeah, need, to sit, they need to sit spot. Herbert this week. Let, let him rest for a week. They got the Texans this week. Let him rest. They can I beat the Texans without Herbert. 
Give him a few. Uh, you, well, you'd think so, but you also miss Slater. No Keenan Allen. No Joey Bosa. Like, you miss the best players at these positions. And, like, Mike Williams is great, but there's a lot of, like, carrying that Mike Williams is doing on that offense by himself without Keenan. Because Eckler's maybe not Herbert doing needs, shit. Or maybe Herbert needs to do a better job of spreading the ball. But, you know, everyone wants to praise Herbert like he's this golden child. I mean, uh, you're, just really, you're just really so, salty. Just saying. And I'm not being salty. I am not being. I'm not being salty, Dylan. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all I said. It's really easy to spread the ball out when your guys are healthy and you know the progressions and what they do. Now you have to switch everything, and Mike Williams has to be the number one target. We we were missing our one of our best offensive weapons against the Titans, and we were this close. Who we were? We were literally Renfro. Yes, he is one of our best weapons. I'm not saying he's not, but you still have Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. Devontae Adams, who was being covered pretty much the whole game. And Darren Waller is dropping passes like it's nobody's business. I don't know what the fuck he's been Devontae doing. Devontae Adams is better at, at wide receiver than Hunter Renfro is. And Darren Waller is better but, 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 at but what I'm trying Hunter to say Renfro is, is better at what? Is it, is, it, is, it that, is it that much different of a situation? Okay. Yes, is Hunter voice. Renfro Keenan Allen? Huh? Is Hunter there, Renfro Keenan Allen? Well, I'm not, not, I'm not even close. What I'm trying to say is... Hunter Renfro is one of our best offensive weapons. Keenan Allen's one of the Chargers' best. They both go down. Who's doing better? Cars. Yeah, Cars still is like needs Carr a Cars still doesn't have a win. But he, he's still better after spreading the ball around. So all this, only fucking, how many years has Carr been in the NFL? But you always go to that. You always yes, go to Yes, because as a veteran quarterback, you understand offenses better. And how many than different coaching regimes have we had so far? How many different coaching regimes have we had so far? We have a new coach like every half year, man. Anthony, Come just on. You, don't, have a new you don't think that does an impact? You know how to progress through reads. Like this you, you is don't. basic quarterback play. When you've been a quarterback for almost 10 years in the NFL, you just know nuances and you know the position whether you have a coach I, or a I, coordinator I, or not. I'm not saying that there aren't things their car needs to clean up on. Justin Herbert is young. But, see, see, this is what I don't like. Everyone is so quick to Herbert better than Carr. Herbert's better than Carr. But then when I point certain things out, oh, well, Herbert's young. So, so like, what what, what leg do I have to stand? Herbert has more room. So, Herbert gets a little bit more slack for being young when it comes to mistakes because, you know, he's, like, 23. 24. 24 years old, and he's been in the league for four years as a whole. Derek Carr, when you start making those mistakes that a young quarterback is making, that's taking steps backwards. That's why it's different. That's not the same. You don't get to be on even playing field when you've been a quarterback for a decade versus four years. So all those coaching changes don't mean anything. All those coaching changes don't mean anything. But when it comes to progressing through reads and playing quarterback, it doesn't affect your ability to read an offense. It does not. The only thing that changes is your play concepts. That's what changes in your coaching schemes, your blocking concepts, your option routes. What you're calling, what are the audibles out of that formation? When you're running hurry up, what are the plays that you call immediately to go out of there? Those are the things that change in your coaching. It doesn't change how the quarterback has to think on the field. It just changes versus the personnel and what you're doing with it. And and I agree, but all I'm trying to say is I don't think we should be calling Herbert a golden child or looking at him a golden child right now. Herbert has done nothing to say he's not. But everyone else says it. But no, he's not. But he hasn't done anything to really say he isn't the golden child. He's been great since he's been in the league. He's been great, and he's been also consistently right. below five hundred. In what? 
in his career. You know, but here's the thing: football is a team game, man. It's just a team sport. It is a team game. Why don't you? Why haven't you guys won a game? What? Let me ask you that: Why haven't you guys won a game? Because of bad coaching decisions, drop passes. No, I, oh, so I when you're losing isn't completely on the quarterback? Holy shit. But it has a lot it's to a do with the quarterback. I, it has a lot to do with the quarterback, Dylan. It has a lot to do with the quarterback. There were a lot of games that we would have watched them. Oh, wait, real quick. I'm going to go back to last year for a second. When we, when we were 6-7, you don't think if Carr didn't play the way he did, engineering all those clutch plays and those clutch drives, do you think we would have won four straight? There has to be some point where the quarterback has to say, I'm going to lift everyone else around me, and I'm going to literally carry my team to the finish line. I agree. When, when has Herbert good, done that? Tell me one point. point has Herbert done that. I'm not saying he's not a very good quarterback. He is a very good quarterback. I give Herbert his flowers, but I don't like when the discussion comes up. Who's the best? Who are the best quarterbacks in the AFC West? Oh, Herbert's clearly better than Carr. I don't like that shit because well, when you're, you want, you're also biased. No, I'm and not. You, I, I, I objectively no, I, say this. Hold on, wait. I swear I'm not being biased right now. Because I will. No, I will admit every day of the week that Pat Holmes is better than Carr. I'll say that every day. I'll say that in my sleep. I will never deny that. You can't well, even. The only that. reason I think you say that is because the gap isn't as large between Herbert and Carr than it is Mahomes and Carr. So before we continue to go into this rant that you're doing, right? You could go give all the credit in the world to Derek Carr for your stretch last year, but do not forget that your defense also stepped up to every bit of challenge that walked away and played way above their ceiling. Your DBs stepped up massive in your last three weeks, especially in that game against the Chargers, where they had zero business being in that game defensively with the talent that the Chargers have at wide receiver. You mean how we gave up like eight fourth and tens? That that de- that defense you're talking about? The one you were just shitting on ruthlessly? Yeah, like your defense last, last year. year. Yeah, they played a bunch above their ceiling. Again, your defense is not good and it hasn't been good, right? And you know this. I know this. You're just going to disagree because you're a Raiders fan. I'm not disagreeing with that. But, like, your defense stepped up major in these games. When you play against a great quarterback like Justin Herbert, who, when has Justin Herbert put the team on his back? Oh, wait, week 17, where we literally – were brought to that fucking final minute of the game was like 30 minutes because y'all kept calling timeouts and doing all sorts of penalties because Justin uh, Just Herbert was driving down the fucking field. That's there's, a, there's a moment where what Herbert did he do in overtime? Goddamn back. What did he do in overtime? Oh, because that's when you win, that's when you actually win the game. I'm talking about winning the game. I'm not talking about time. I don't, I don't care about leading a team to time. I'm talking about that, I'll Tell me about what he did in overtime. You, he put the team on his back to get him there. Oh, who and, cares? And, Tell me about what he did. And overtime. here's the thing. And the only reason you guys won is because the coach called a timeout. Yeah, yes. It's always coaching. When it comes to the Raiders, it's the players. But every other team is When coach. have I blamed <laughs> the Raiders players? Mike, have I blamed the Raiders players? Hunter Renfro. Not really. Hunter Renfro fumbled yeah, the game and fumbled the ball in overtime. Yeah. That is his fault. Yeah. Derek Carr. You're quick to get on Renfro. You're quick to get on Carr. I'm you're not quick, quick to get on, get on Carr because I tell you this all the time. I like Derek Carr. I have not blamed Derek Carr for shit this year. You have. Not me. Chandler Jones. You have blamed Chandler Jones. You not have blamed me. Chandler Jones too. I have said that Chandler Jones does not look like a good investment. Because guess what? Chandler Jones had sack wise last year at this time. Five in one game. He can't even get you one. 
So it doesn't look like a good thing. You guys would have been fine keeping Gakwe and not paying $20 million for Chandler Jones. Well, the jury's well, the jury's still on him. He's played, he's been an invisible. It's been Max Crosby, and he's looking to his other side. He don't see nobody. So I, understand. I but I'm I just so can't. disappointed. We're not getting any. Our cash rush has been a damn near close to abysmal. I just don't think it's fair to to criticize a 24 year old for being a 24 year old who's still great. <laughs> by the way, he's a great 24 year old. But well, I, but this is what I'm trying to say, Dylan. What leg do I have to stand on? Because if I call out certain things, you're going to hit me with the age argument. If I'm going to, are we going to sit here and say it's not okay for a young quarterback to make mistakes? Are we going to sit here and say it's not okay for a 31 year old quarterback to make mistakes? When the 31 year old quarterback makes the same mistakes a 24 quarterback, 24 year old quarterback is making because he's not progressing through reads? No, it's not. You can't do that when you're that when you that experienced. Those are things that I expect you to be over. Right, those are the little hiccups that I expect you to be done with. Those are the growing pains at the position that and you I, only get from when you're first drafted to when you're like 26. Once you're past 26, you don't get those excuses anymore. Well, but the thing is, I agree with that, and that's the main complaints that me and a lot of people in Red Nation we have with Derek Carr. He's still making some of those basic hiccups and whatnot. But I don't think anyone's expecting perfection from him, like. I think I feel like you're expecting him to just not make those hiccups anymore completely. Like, no, it's gonna it's gonna happen every now and then. Like everybody makes mistakes, and like even when I like I'm the biggest Mahomes fan here. When Mahomes makes mistakes, I'm like Jesus can't be doing that. But like, he's but, young. Uh, uh, Mahomes is past that stage of he's, he's past that stage. Oh come on! Man. How old is Patrick Mahomes? He's twenty. I think he just turned. He either just turned twenty-seven or he's still twenty-six. I said from when you get drafted to when you're 26 years old. That's right. Once, cusp, you're, once you're into your second contract, you don't get that youth excuse anymore. <sighs> I got to look at these. I got to look but at That's this how it goes. Of- once you're into that second contract, your excuse bin is over because you, you earned your NFL quarterback contract. Once <laughs> you get that money, more responsibility, more pressure goes on you, and you get less leeway. Is that not how that works? No, that, I, I, I do agree. Like, Roz, that. if we were to roll with Zach Wilson going forward, and Zach, after we <laughs> paid him X amount of money, is still making the mistakes he was making last year, we're going to be furious. He doesn't he get Sanchez. that. He, you don't get that leeway <laughs> anymore. You got you had your growing pains. You're now a quarterback. You don't yeah, get no. it anymore. It's, it's like, that's why... That's why the you know a lot of the people who are much smarter at football than me will say you look for a quarterback until you have one. It's that important. It's the only position where one person touches the football every single play, ideally. It's right? the center. First, you know, like the center too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, like it's those two positions are like it's not it's not also a coincidence that you know like the four pillars are, you know, you get the quarterback, you protect the quarterback, you get to the quarterback, right? Like, you know, and then I believe the last one is like corner, you, but I don't remember you get exactly. The corner, what it is. but I think it's like you stop you stop the pass or something yeah. like that. But it's no coincidence. It's all centered around the quarterback. So, I mean, like, that's why when guys like Derek Carr get, like, huge contracts, 
you know, like I'm okay with that. Cause I'm like, you know, Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the league and you just can't, you can't allow a quarterback like that to just walk. Even if you feel like he's like not the greatest or doesn't even have him in. It's how you know Kirk Cousins saying, still has a job. To, 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 that's why Kirk Cousins still has a job. Because you could say you're playing better than Carr right now. I'll tell you that. Is What's he? the alternative, though? Yes, he is. Right? The alternative is you are what the Jets are, which is perpetually <laughs> looking for a quarterback. And, you know, like, you keep go, you keep saying, like, I got to keep drafting until I get one. And, yeah, the, 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 the way the slotting is is where it's not like when Matthew Stafford came in where you're paying your quarterback right off the gate, like $60 million guaranteed, you know? So it's that that makes it better. So you can take more bites at the apple, but you know you see it. You see it all around. I mean, Cleveland gave a completely guaranteed contract to Deshaun Watson right after he's coming off of, or even I I'm I'm wrong. He, he was in the midst of still trying to settle a bunch of sexual allegations, you know, like mm-hmm. lawsuits against him, and they gave him the most guaranteed money for a quarterback ever. And he also hasn't played football in like two years. And he hasn't played football <laughs> in two years. So if if anyone wants to get like that's my that's my exhibit A. When everyone talks to me like, well, you know, like why is it such a big deal to try to find a quarterback, whatever. That was it. Right. That 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 is the that is the case. This is how desperate people are. Like this is how desperate teams are. Like so I mean, you know, Herbert, it wouldn't be the first time, right? Herbert's story isn't fully done yet. It wouldn't be the first time in NFL history someone comes out, lights it on fire, and then in the midst of them being in their quarterback prime are just mediocre. They don't live up to their potential. And, um, you know, or they even do, and then they become great. So – Herbert's on the track to be one of those greats, but Carr's Carr's body of work is much better than Herbert's at this point because he's been there and he's proven it across different regimes, right? So definitely give David Carr his credit. The problem with the problem with the Raiders is I feel like they're like out they're they're like almost trying to outsmart themselves. It's so weird because Devontae Adams is a touchdown machine. He's a hit. You and know, he's Darren literally Waller, always open. Yeah, they, they locked him up. That's awesome. He's also pretty darn good. But then, good have, team, but then you have the you have the running back situation where it's like, you know, you're trying to install the committee that the Patriots are doing and, and, and you're doing all that. And then you're trying to figure out, like, Josh Jacobs was, like, the two-way back, the quintessential two-way back. He was, like, a pro bowler when he walked in here, right? You McDaniels know? hates him. And McDaniels is, like, mm-hmm. so stubborn. And this is what got him in trouble in Denver is he's so stubborn. There are some coaches, there are some coordinators that believe that their scheme is above anything, right? It's the same gripe I have with Salah, which is his defense, him and Ulbrich, these – they just to it be doesn't fair, matter. I, when right? we get to the Jets, I'll talk about that because I hate Ulbrich. And it I doesn't think it's matter. Not- it doesn't matter. It is <laughs> like my scheme is my scheme. 
if it's not working, it's because I don't have the right players to make it work. But what happened to the coaches that, you know, like adjust to their players? That's why Andy Reid is so great because how is Patrick Mahomes just keep bringing in all these different people and somehow they magically are able to dysfunction in Andy Reid's offense, right? Like, like it's, I heard it's complicated, but Andy Reid says, let me just, you know, on offense, Ian Benami, they work together and say, hey, listen, we're going to play and make sure these guys shine and whatever they can do. Whatever the limitations are, we're going to get them to do what they need to do. And they're successful, right? There's no way guys like, you know, maybe he is the bet next best thing. I'm not sure. But if, you know, if I'm a betting man, I'm not going to bet on Pacheco being the next, like, Larry Johnson or something like that. Like, I'm not going to bet on him <laughs> being the next Brian Westbrook. It's possible. But I have to chalk it up to Andy Reid's coaching. I have to chalk up the fact that, you know, like Juju Smith-Schuster looked like absolute, like, crap before he left the Steelers, right? He also probably put one of the worst bets on a wide receiver that he's probably had in, like, the last five years and bet on himself. I can't tell you that, you know, like, guys aren't – and then, of course, there's the talent, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's talent and the coaching, right? There's no reason why – Guys like Romeo Dobbs and all those other guys are winning against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense and Tom Brady with their talent on the field. And that's because Aaron Rodgers is there. And that's also because LaFleur is a good offensive coach. So it's the disconnect between the Raiders is the talent and the coaching. They're not matching up. The Chargers are in the sham. They, they, they have to get over this injury situation that they're having. Rashawn Slater going down for the whole year is massive devastating and i can't i can't stress that enough right like that's devastating well, one year but, in the league is already one of the top tackles in football you know um that draft is that draft that draft is going to go down as being one of those legendary drafts i mean like you a have a lot the of top, good players in that draft the first 13 picks are like absolutely insane like legitimately from a talent perspective there's some that are you know like unfortunately yet to be seen and they happen to be on my team you know but Nonetheless, the from one to thirteen, you're getting like primo talent across the board. So, um, yeah, like the Chargers and the Raiders, that we all knew that division was going to be a dog fight, <laughs> and it's 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 we should be we should be super happy as NFL fans because it's going to just it's on path to being one of those things where we don't even know who's going to win. I mean, like we assume the Chiefs because they're starting out very well. I still think the Chiefs are going to win that division, even though I mean, they fucked me. The they fucked me on that parlay. I had a I mean, nasty parlay that I was going to hit, and I just needed the Colts to be the Chiefs to win plus five and a half, and they fucking lost. And I fucking threw everything, everything. And the, and the Chiefs are going to do the Chiefs thing. They do this every year. Like they lose. Like Anthony the, thinks the Chiefs are going to win like eight games. Ironically, the team that did that to them in the past few years were the Raiders. Like they just they come in and they just like don't play up to their immense talent, and um, you know they dropped the game against the Colts and against a Colts team that had no business, no business beating the Chiefs. So the division is going to be a dogfight, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen on that end. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. What was we talking about again? <laughs> it tur- Anthony turned this into like Herbert stinks. I, I didn't say that. Oh, that's right. Because uh, my uh, I, I was. Go ahead, Anthony. 
look, I, look, I, I've made enough statements. I mean, Dylan loves to use this whole age <laughs> thing, you know. I, I think they, I'm just gonna say this: Herbert's first few years, Carr's first few years, twelve and four playoff appearance, Herbert's first few years, disappointment, oh. disappointment, disappointment. I mean, I, I listen. I'm just throwing things out there. That's, that's all I'm Anthony, saying. Anthony, here's I, what I'm going to say. I will not saying. give anybody who goes to the playoffs kudos if you lose immediately. Oh, wow. That's the one thing I will never, like, give. So you don't think it's an accomplishment to get to the postseason, Dylan? Oh, I, I think it's a accomplishment. I mean, you're yes. a Jets fan, so it's kind of rare to you. But like, Anthony, you we have won more postseason games <laughs> in the last fucking 15 years than oh, we have in, like, 40. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> So I don't want to hear about that shit. Oh, we made the playoffs just to lose and have a terrible draft pick. Oh, you, you right in that I'm, just saying, I, I'm just saying you be acting like going to the postseason ain't no accomplishment. Like that's an accomplishment. I don't. Right there, here's right? the thing: if the Jets make the postseason, I do not want to go if I know it's going to be a guaranteed loss. But what do you? But you? But hold on, wait, wait. See that? That's an uh, issue I have. Hold, hold on, wait, no, no. Hold on, hold on. For me, you guys cannot speak for me. I can speak for me. If there's if there's a situation where it's like we can win, I'm all in, right? Because you just need the correct path. Look at the 49ers last year; they got the correct path. If the 49ers play anybody else, they could be out immediately. If but the just, Jets are in a situation where, hey. We are in a guaranteed L. I don't want that. Just, just give me the, the better draft pick at that point. Because what is that going to do for me? What is but that, that going to do for my team? But that also speaks to your obsession with these damn drafts, man. Like, come on, man. So you're telling me you would rather just the Jets lose so you get a better draft pick? Come on, you got to quit this. If you're going to lose, and that lose could cost you four slots on a thing, and that's also a cap move, where that move But that what about the players you have right on the cap? What about it's developing what, these players player, you have right now? What, where's the what is getting that? waxed in the playoffs going to do for the development of my players? But you're making the playoffs. You guys are a, are a perpetual six-win team, five-six-win team. You're going from that to a postseason berth. That means your players are developing. They're learning. They're progressing. How about you take some more onus in that rather than so, thinking about a goddamn draft? But then I just agree. to take completely. everything that we did in the season and get it thrown out and waxed because we ran into one of these buzzsaws who were hollering. Think about the Eagles last year. Eagles got waxed by the Buccaneers, but it was still that progression. They made the postseason. Look at the Eagles right now. They're three and zero. They're arguably the best team in the league right now. But like, here's what I'll say. But like, it's I, not because of the. It's not entirely because of the the talent they developed. They went and they traded for one of the better wide receivers in football. But that and doesn't like they, that, they, they that, did. They're doing the thing you're supposed to do. But Hertz has made Hertz. I mean, so far is making that leap too as well. Because the organization is doing the correct things to make sure they're not fucking up their investment on a second round quarterback who's making no money. But that's why they could do it. Here's the but thing. Like, here's, let Roz speak. Let Roz go. Yeah. Go here's the thing, Roz. right? And um, I I'm I'm a believer in in both. I I'm gonna. So I agree with Dylan in the sense of. If you know that you are mathematically not going to make the playoffs, then I'm going to say, please find a way. Now, you can't tank, right? As much as I like to say, as much as the fans say, oh, yeah, let's tank, let's tank, I don't get it, and stuff like that, even I get mad at it. From an implementation standpoint, you can't tank. Like, that's the integrity of the game. But you can do things that, maybe don't put you in the best way to win, but it's in the best interest of your future, right? For instance, I'm going to use my own team, the Jets, right? 
they were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs at a very early point. There was a quarterback coming out who was supposed to be the best quarterback since Andrew Luck. You know what the Jets could have done? The Jets could have played all of their young players, and guess what? They could have gotten a better look at what their future was, right? So what it does at least is you don't have to wait till training camp to see whether something is in another player or if they have a chance to show something or maybe they were just, you know, maybe they could supplant, you know, the veteran that's there for the one year, et cetera, et cetera. I get you play the veterans, you told the line, you know, you want people to come here who are veterans. You don't feel like you're going to take money out of their pockets. Here's my thing is that those veterans are leaving anyway. They aren't resigning with you. And at some point you have to let them know, Hey, I have to do what's in the best interest of the entire organization, right? No one looks back and says, oh man, the Colts were just absolutely just disrespecting their veterans and everything by just basically parking their asses and letting all those young guys play, looking like fools and then trotting out the card for Andrew Luck the next year. No one said anything about that. They were just mad that the Colts were able to execute the plan, right? And it's different because it matters, right? The difference between us right playing the young guys and maybe losing an extra two games or so is the difference between us picking t higgins at 33 and then all of a sudden picking a someone who's just going to bust or denzel mims at 38 like you know there's a difference between us picking zach wilson at number two and not picking trevor lawrence at number one right there's a difference between that right and the reason behind that is, is we don't need to keep trying to play these aging veterans and trying to just win like this if we can just sit here and play the young guys who are going to be on the team anyway, right? If you didn't want them on the 53, don't even have them on the 53. You get a chance to play them, you play them, right? doesn't mess up the integrity of the game. They want to win too. They want to make money too, right? But you played these guys already, and, and obviously the product on the field isn't worth anything because you're eliminated already. That's my logic on, like, quote-unquote tanking and not letting anyone there. It's I agree like, with – The way no, this yeah. Jets team is currently built, I don't have the confidence that I had in 09 where it's like, yo, we have one of the best defenses in the league. Like, we're still trying to figure that out. Where the, in 09, the defense was great right away, and there was not a team I didn't think we could have beaten. We couldn't have beaten in 2009 even when we lost to those games i went into every week i was like we could beat that colts team in the afc championship game we could beat that steelers team in the afc championship game the the saints in the in the super bowl we could have beaten that saints team in the super bowl the only one i don't think we could have beaten had been the packers i don't think we could have beat the packers even though that year was the only team that uh held them to zero touchdowns and won but there was not a team we faced that i was like we can beat them if we were to go to the playoffs this year, I'm like, we're a first round exit immediately, <laughs> depending on who our matchup is. And that's not great for anybody. Cause what happens if we go into that, Zach looks great for the whole season. And then he goes into the playoffs and he throws five interceptions off the rip. That does nobody good. But see, here's what I'm going to say I, this. I also think it's a good idea that they need to go to the playoffs. I think it's important. That I agree. If they can, if they can make to the playoffs, like Anthony is saying, you have to let those guys make the playoffs. Right. If you have any chance of this team, specifically this Jets team, they've been mired in either mediocrity or just awfulness for so long. At this point, 
you take any chance that you have to go to the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you know for a fact you're going to get your doors blown off. You got to get into mm-hmm. the playoffs if you can as this Jets team because it galvanizes the fan base. Yeah. It galvanizes the young guys. And then what happens is, is those young guys going into next year, the Garrett Wilsons, the JJs, all those guys, they're going to go and they're going to say, hey, you know, like, yo, like, we, we, we got talent. And so now those little, like, times where people are like, eh, you know, like, give me an extra $50 million or, like, the jet tax goes stand. away. Then it's like, it starts, it, it may not go away, but it's the price starts lessening, mm-hmm. right? And then now you have, yo, like, we can have, like, an actual, like, team that can repeat and stuff like that to help supplement the draft. It's very, very, very rare that any team across any sport is going to sit here and draft their championship team from bottom up. I think they said um, there is a team in NFL that like most of their team consists of like 82% of it being drafted, which is like pretty cool. I can't remember the team. Probably the Chiefs, there, to be honest. There is, a, there is a team I can't remember uh, currently, but still, right? Like that hasn't, that's not, that's not how it's done, right? right? You, you draft the foundation, they, the fruit, the tree bears fruit, then you start getting the veterans to supplement them and you have a monster team. You can't just draft, 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 draft. If you wait on that, the draft's a crapshoot. You might as well be playing the lottery. Like, so I'm not like a draft pick quarter. I'm just like saying, like, yo, like if you know you're out, like you're out. So if the, so for instance, if the Raiders are like 0 and 7. Oh, just pull, pick, pick don't even try. Don't why are you winning games? Like, no, why, it's not even, it's just not even go play your young guys, see yeah. what you got, and then what happens, happens. Because if you win with the young guys, then at least you know, hey, that was my fault. The young guys should have been playing. They're better in the system. Maybe I don't need to pay some of these other guys or bring some of these other guys. Or maybe, maybe I, I can, can let cut Chandler Jones some, bounce. You know, I like, can go get Will Anson and Anderson trade the draft now. Because <laughs> the young guys are doing their thing. So you can still win, and it gives you a better idea of what your whole roster is capable of. But um yeah like uh it's it's tough it's real tough it's it's super tough to toe the line i think i think there is like a happy medium that's kind of what where rise is coming from i see what you definitely i i see it both ways usually i'm the guy that's like crying for the playoff berth but it's like there's there's parts of me too where it's just like you know what i don't want to feel that heartbreak i i don't want to deal with that heartbreak. yeah but i guess what confuses me is like how do you not see that as progression, though? How do you no, not see that in a positive way? Absolutely progression, because, but I could also see it as regression at the same time. Addition by subtraction, but, if you will. But you don't think? Okay, let's say Jets get a wild card shot, get the doors blown off them by at Buffalo first round. Like, even though yes, blowout, forty point loss, whatever you want to call it, you still don't look at it as like, hey, everyone was expecting us to win six games. We made it to the postseason. No, I see it that way, but then it's also like. Not great confidence wise for some of these guys. No, but don't you don't think that would motivate a team? That 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 can motivate a team. Yeah, like, it yeah absolutely we got, can. Like, it absolutely so, can. But like, we I don't I mean, know like, how Zach is mentally yet with stuff like that. But you'll you'll find out. That's the I'll point. Find you'll out, find but out. But it's like a lot it turns about out that Zach is exactly what I like. Because my I'm still very up in the air with Zach. Where it's like I'm I'm just hoping for him to be good. I don't think like, I know what he is yet. But I don't. 
know how a devastating performance in a playoff game could deal with him. And that could just be us just like, well, now we're out the door. But that's even better because if that's the case, then he's not the guy. If he that's I'm, but I'm tired of, of, the guy. of trying to find the guy. But you got there's no way he can't. If he led you out to the playoffs, there's no way he can't. Be no, but his no, Blake Bortles was like a game winner yes, in the Super Bowl, correct. and he absolutely was correct. not the He's guy. Not yeah, the but guy. everybody and then blind people even saw. That. No, there was there was nah. times where Blake Bortles was like towing the line of being a guy or not. So here's the thing: if he if he wilts and you say, okay, he's not the guy, he you tell he's like shell shocked. He's not the guy. You have two choices: one, you go all in and just say, guess what? It's his first time. He'll be back, right? The second thing you can say is, okay, he's not the guy, and then you completely find out from a much earlier standpoint than playing the whole like, oh, it's his third year. We have to go with him. And you go ahead and you use whatever resources you have at your disposal to get the guy. Yeah, you go get Lamar Jackson for exactly. you. Go, you go do whatever <laughs> and, you got to do. And to like, use your you own do. argument against you, Dylan, it's not just about the quarterback. It's about the whole team. It's about that getting too. all those well, other the, guys' playoff the, experience also. Quote, my man below me, quarterback's what stirs a drink. Quarterback's stirs a drink. The quarterback's the most important position on the field. You, you don't, don't have, have a quarterback. quarterback. You got, you got nothing. nothing. You got nothing. You got to get, yeah, get these guys. You got to get these guys. Getting you can't teach that playoff experience. Like no, and it hardened no, even getting blown. Them. No, you you can't teach that. And it you hardened can. you. Like you make for we make. And I'm gonna switch the sport, but I'm still happy that the Knicks made the playoffs and had that feeling and had that of pain. Of losing, they're better for it, and they're more hungry because they want that back. They're they better for it. Themselves. I don't think they're hold better. On, better hold for on. They're definitely they're, not better for it. They're better for it. Yeah, we are. We are. They are know, let me let me explain. Let me. They're better for it because they know what it takes to get there. They know they can get there, and they know what they have to fix to get to move on. Like it, it's experience. You can't teach that experience to them. Do you think that the Indiana Pacers have? know what it takes to get to the playoffs right now? No, they don't, but the Knicks do. The Knicks know how to play in a big game. They know how to play in that environment, Dylan. Mike, what was your guys' record last year? Because clearly you you, clearly you do not not know what it takes to make the playoffs. No, 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 but still, still, they're better for it. They're still better for, because they're better for having gone through that pain. But the thing about it is, that's because, great if you were to come into the a, next year and like you make the playoffs and then you like exactly. play better. Here's you went thing. from making the playoffs but, to not. <laughs> one of the things I mentioned was that, the front office has to go all in and they have to support the team. If the front office fails to identify that that's something that they want to do, and that's what the Knicks front office did, they went out and didn't properly evaluate but, what they had, and then they went out and got people is, who failed. Which is fine. The I'm city turned into Julius Randle. But individually, as playoffs, as players, RJ Barrett is better for playing in the playoffs. Obi is better for playing in. The, all these guys got playoff experience. Do you think that the dude that the um uh, Murray that the Hawks just got, he has little limited playoff experience? You don't think that's going to be a new world for him when the Hawks make the playoffs? You don't think but that training we're going to have to get him level. ready for that? Like but, it's. But I'm saying you can't teach that experience. So even if you get your doors blown off, you can't teach that. So getting there is a benefit regardless of what happens. It's a benefit because you can't teach that experience. You got to go through it, good or bad. You got to go through it. 
That's true. That's I mean, why I'm saying it, there's no true. way it's a bad thing to make the playoffs. Regardless that's of true. if you're in a position to make the playoffs, you make you the playoffs it. because you can't teach you can't teach what you're gonna get in there. That's true. It's and a it's a different game. That's not talking about the playoffs are a crapshoot too. Like it's something there is something called getting hot and like teams that are coming and, out of nowhere that shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing good and they do so, stuff for the playoffs. Case, case in point, those Hawks. Those Hawks got hot. The Giants, the Giants in that the Giants Super Bowl run, the first, the first that, one in the in the Mike's last a Giants decade. Fan, he would know. <laughs> Not that is true. <laughs> that is true. I'm gonna stamp that. I'm gonna stamp that. I am a Titans fan. I am a Titans fan, and I like the Giants. Yes, I like the Giants. It, it, it's funny. I was at Taco Town today too. I was, I was getting a bowl. And then they had the, the 2007 Super Bowl on the screen. Like, they were playing it on the TV. Like, and they were just. You should take yeah. pictures. Like, Mike, your boys. <laughs> I, was, I was very happy when that happened. I went to the parade. It was still crazy. It was just like, damn. I was like, this really happened. I remember, like, school that week. Everybody yeah. was like, Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. Like, yeah. all, all, all the girls, all the diehard oh, female Anthony, Patriots you- fans. You Lord. have no idea what it was like being in New York at that time. I was in, Queen, I was in Queens at St. John's when the Giants won that Super Bowl, and oh, it was man. a different level. It yeah, was, magnificent, was wasn't it? Magnificent. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, that must have been <laughs> wild. And then I did it again back in 2011, too. Yeah, and like I did this. it again in 2011, yeah. <laughs> See, I wish the Giants were. I wish the Giants were good again. Speaking of the Giants, for one second. Speaking of the Giants, they played a very good game against the Cowboys. They They played a very good game. They did forty-five minutes. No, no, no. They did. I'm going to say they played a great game. It's. I'm. I'm saying it now, and I'm still going to say it until proven otherwise. Dable, better than Salah. Until that proven is, otherwise. Is boy right but he's <laughs> because of Dable. <laughs> because of Dable's Wait. lack of adjustments. There's no way the Giants with that offensive line should have even been in that game. And that's because exactly. of Brian Dable. That's because of Brian Dable. That is that is true. No and, shot. And then instead no of shot. swapping out and putting in their $20 million receiver to fucking try to get somebody to secure a catch. While fucking all of Jones's passes are being fucking dropped or thrown at their feet, he's fucking sitting there just letting these guys rock out and taking himself a, out of a position to win. Hey, but if you're talking I mean, about Galladay, he was part of the he was part of the drop receiver crew too. Yes, hey. And that then he pulls him out immediately. <laughs> Galladay is a guy. You in the game. Galladay's a guy. It's like once you pull him out, once you pull him out, you can, you need to put him back in. It's not he like he's one of these second-year guys where it's like, okay, you drop the ball, pull him out. All year last year, he was in. All year last year. Last he year, was he was not. He was. He, he was barely awful. played last year. He, he was, was hurt. Injured. He played like seven games. And when, and when he played, he wasn't. He wasn't good. Galladay is is this example that Dable's doing of just like saying fuck you and fuck the money you paid this guy. I want him out. And I think it's really yeah. Funny. And he knows, and he knows that Andy knows it, and it happens, right? <laughs> I wish somebody would come in and do that with Corey Davis. He's awful right now. I hate like, him. You know, and Colladay's contract's even worse than his. It, it is, but at least <laughs> our, our at least at least Davis's contract is thirteen and a half, and not fucking twenty. Yeah, that's, I gave him thirteen million a year. That's not I mean, bad compared to all these receivers getting twenty five. Yeah, but I Davis mean, is awful. <laughs> I 
Yeah, that's cool. David's that's contract, cool. based off of his production the year before, is actually very good. How much of that is still guaranteed, though? Uh, just this oh, year. nothing. Like, nothing. Oh, just this Okay, so you guys can kind of make Yeah. Where we but can... listen, Gable's the reason why you even know who Richie James is, bro. Like, Richie James is out here looking like he's, like, literally, like, could start for other teams. Like, you know, Saquon Barkley is, like, rejuvenated. He's healthy. Yeah, he's healthy, man. Like, you he's know, healthy. Like, 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 the tight end Bellinger's doing stuff. It's like, we you know, everyone was like, what are they going to do with without Evan Ingram, who's actually being – he's actually fairly decent right now in, in Jacksonville too, by the way. Um, he's putting his stamp on the team. The defense has, like – it seems like they actually, like, care. You know, like, again, there's no reason the Giants should have even been in that game with their O-line being literally like, – like, their O-line being dominated. Like, if you want to talk about being dominated – Oh, Giants, no, the offensive line was terrible, so – Dominated. I will not say the Giants didn't play well, right? The Giants played well yesterday in a game they probably shouldn't have been in because of how bad their offensive line is. But, like, you guys sitting here saying Daniel Jones played, like, a great game as well. No, I didn't say that. No, 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 I didn't say that. He's he played, played a good game. He played better he than played a he good not game. Play. He played, in, like, he compared to Daniel Jones' he standard. An okay game. He played an yeah. okay game, Anthony. Yeah, he played, There's, he played the one thing Daniel Jones did great yesterday was set up Saquon Barkley by running. Yes. And, and the like, only reason he ran is because he had to. No, so, no, no, he didn't have what, to. But he decided it, it counts, though. It counts, it but counts. it's because he had to. It wasn't like the game plan going in. Well, like, the hey, Cowboys were getting a lot of pressure, yeah, but what about the multitude of plays he extended with his arms? What about what the about multitude? The what about the multitude of plays he underthrew a receiver, put a receiver in a situation True. that knocks the ball out, put, threw the ball at the receiver's feet behind yeah, them while running the out. No, no, you can't he, recognize the good. No, but he had ignore no, the I, bad. I, I'm not saying that it was all good. He definitely had some bad. He definitely he had a took, lot of bad. He took a, quite a few more sacks than he should have taken. He only just started to be like, okay, let me throw, actually throw the ball away towards the end of the game. It's like, dude, you spent done that like four sacks. All right, so I'm not going to completely just, you know, ignore his bad and whatnot. But my thing is, he had he made a lot of beautiful throws, and he had a lot of drop passes. And a lot and of he had throws. But my thing is, at the end of the game, that receiver literally slipped. He slipped. Yeah, and I was trolling on that, saying that was Daniel Jones' fault because I thought that was really funny. <laughs> here's my thing. Here's, here's me being honest. Salah loses by 25 in that same game. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So, the, wow. The well, who's quarterback? Who's quarterback? Wow. I, I mean, if Daniel Jones is quarterback, they still lose. They lose by 25. Because if we have Joe Flacco, wow. we don't score. Yeah, <laughs> and, if they, and if they have Flacco, they also don't score. It's all about the talent that you're presented with. No, the same Daniel Jones, the same Daniel Jones, same team, a solid led team in that Giants team. They I still they lose. That, by that's 20. where that's where I disagree with you because uh, no, because I don't think no I don't think Daniel I don't think Daniel now. Jones is better because of Dable because Daniel Jones still stinks. No, but the way that Dable like because here's my thing, right? The way that Dable is not scared like, to play rookies no, and play the guys on his team and he has a good offense and he's attacking a Cowboys defense that outside of Micah Parsons and D-Law, their, their defense actually isn't very good. I mean, outside, I mean, honestly, outside of a very select few, the league isn't set up inherently for defensive-led, court, defensive-led head, head coaches 
to succeed as much as the offensively, you know, like, like poised head coaches. Like, if you look at the last head coaches that are in the playoffs, they're all offensive-minded head coaches, right? This is like this, the, the league as itself right now is put points on the board. That's number one. Even the way that the actual, like, rules are situated, they're not even in favor of defensive having – like, defenses that are in the top ten, they're still giving up certain amount of points, and you'd be surprised. They're not the top ten defenses of the Ravens back in the days, the Jets in 2009, you know, like, even those, like, monster teams, even the 49ers from a long time ago, like, that solid even, you know, like, solid has a top five team one year, and all of a sudden, like, if you look back at it, he's, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread defensively. The league is not set up for defenses to flourish as much as offenses. And if you know that, you know, he's inherently at a disadvantage. Do I think that he could be a great coach or even a good coach? Sure. Do I think he's that now? No. There's no inclination that he's a good coach. I don't he's think on either one of these guys are great coaches yet. I, I think Dable has a better chance. I think, the, <clears throat> I think so far what he's shown compared to what Salah's shown, and you can make whatever arguments you want, I feel like the talent on this team – it's not much better than the talent that was on the Jets last year. Not not that much. Saquon is the biggest thing there. Saquon is the biggest thing there. But I mean, Kadarius Tony. I don't think Kadarius Tony should be a better player than Corey Davis when he stepped on the field last year. I don't think he should be better than Elijah Moore was last year. You know, He's I don't not. think the I don't think the tight ends now were better than our tight ends last year, and our tight ends were abysmal. I don't think the offensive line was better than our offensive line last year, right? I don't think. I mean, like, well, it's different. Defense, it's circumstances. We have I mean, a. We're about to have a, a a practice squad player start at left tackle on Sunday. I'm talking about last year. Oh, last year? About, no, we had George, George Fant was a solid left tackle last year. But the difference is, the Giants on two different ends of the spectrum have the statistical best left tackle in football in Andrew Thomas. And Andrew then the Thomas sti- got his. Andrew Thomas has been awful this year. He statistically, he's the best left tackle in football. That's not true. It's either it, it's either they have the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas are the worst and best tackles in football, according to Pro Football Focus. Of the entire year, Andrew Thomas is number one. Probably not after last game, though. Probably not after last game, but again, they also had Joe Flacco rated as QB3, and we know that's not real. And that's not true after last game. (laughs) That never was true, Roz. It was true going into week Uh, three. Yeah, statistically, but let's go. Let's let's ignore that. Has Flacco been that bad? No. Flacco's horrible. No, no, no. No, no, he was horrible week one. He was horrible week three. And then we caught a break week two. Let's not. He was good. Uh, was terrible. Uh, he was good for eight uh, minutes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, here we go. Nonetheless, that, that Ravens game was awful, and I don't want to hear anything because he was like, slinging it the end of the game when the like, Ravens were fucking in drop back to get him another I, 150 yards and I a tutter. I still think with the same team, that same Giants team saw loses by 25 points. And Damn. I'm going to tell you this because there's nothing to. There's nothing at any level that would have have you think otherwise talent or talent because i think that jets team is more talented than that than the giants team and he's still getting blown out by by 20 points but he's also playing basis. better teams is he not have we not I mean, played three better teams than what the giants have played i mean like at their at their like complete like 
top, top, like everyone's healthy type of thing. I could argue that Dallas could be like up there with Cleveland. I but Dallas doesn't have Michael Gallup. Dallas doesn't have Dak Prescott. But that's Dallas what I'm doesn't have Tyrone Smith. Dallas's offensive line is Swiss cheese. Their defense is Micah Parsons, D-Lon, and Diggs, and Diggs stinks. Like that Dallas Cowboys team actually like isn't that good. Diggs isn't bad. Diggs is very overrated. Their defense is good. Their defense is good. I think their, their, their defense is very overrated. Too. I just their think that yes, the Jets play better. The Jets play better teams, but I just don't think like we like nine games in a row is crazy. If we think played the that. same level of talent nine to start off the season that the Giants did, we'd probably be in the same boat. But again, they only have one more win than us. But you have to understand, like <clears throat> nine games allowing twenty-one or more points is insane. That's insanity. Yeah. Nine games. <clears throat> excuse me. So we start off this season. Playing three teams that are like playoff teams, one True. of them being an MVP caliber quarterback, two of them being MVP caliber. Yeah, two of them actually. Two, two of them being teams that can be in the Super Bowl. But one of them who will be a perennial playoff team, and then last year if we're going to go with completely different players six and different staff. Like, what are we doing here? We're going to compare so that that team with fucking Elijah Riley playing safety. So, so my thing is, my thing is, when is enough enough? You have to let the cookie bake. But how many? How? But how, <laughs> many, but how many games? How many games of you having your team get at least twenty-one plus points allowed? How is many? Enough? How many games has this staff played with? Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, Quillen Williams, C.J. Mosley, Quan Alexander, Sauce Gardner, D.J. Three. Reed. Three. I'm going to let this cookie bake and stop referring to last year because we didn't have half of those guys because we upgraded a lot of talent from there. The cookie needs to bake. Okay. But how about and when this? we start playing teams that are a little bit closer to our talent level and not like these playoff teams, things will kind of figure itself out. Once we're at like week seven and it's like, or week eight, and it's like, okay, we're starting to play these teams, and we're this is still happening. Then I'll be like, okay, we need to fucking do something. But let's let the cookie bake. I just want to make I just want to make this very clear, everyone. Robert Sala's win and loss record is very Adam Gase is. It's very close <laughs> to Adam Gase over the two years span. So for everyone. Don't let the wool come over your eye. <laughs> Meanwhile, Robert Sala is the first Jet head coach to win a, a game in September in six it's, years. I mean, that's that's awesome. But it's very close. We're in the last three very years. Close. We haven't started winning games since, like, February. <laughs> very close. <laughs> very close to Adam Gase. Very close. If, if you did the here's Coach A, here's Coach B, and you just gave the records, and you said who's who. You would say, "Oh, that." But that last last context, Roz, and that's incredibly disingenuous. How? How you are with <laughs> with a great part? Because you need talent you on your team to win football what games. Your record says you are, and he has the talent. And he's one and two. Perfect. You know who also a team that has a ton of talent? The Raiders, and they haven't won shit. <laughs> that's true. Josh McDaniels. Full circle. It goes full circle. So it's like Josh McDaniels record. That team Josh has the best coach. wide receiver in football. The arguably, like on paper, the best pass rushing tandem in football between mm. Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. If you just look at their careers to this point, they are arguably the best. 
duo on the edges in football. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's up for debate, but that's fine because you also have guys in L.A. with Mac and Bosa. Mm-hmm. It's also up there. Parsons it's it's debatable. Parsons and, Parsons and Lawrence, too, and uh, nothing is Yeah, that. it's debatable. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have one of the better defensive duos at the edges Correct. to do it. You have a quarterback who is now, what, top five paid quarterbacks in football? Who is top also ten. a top ten quarterback in He's football? Top ten quarterback, too. The a top three tight end, top yeah I could I could already yeah, top you three. have talent they have elite talent on their roster and they can't win football games. Let the cookie bake. We'll see. I'm just telling you that Salah's record Let the cookie a lot bake. to be desi- desired. And but it, 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 but it, like but but Roz is ready to roast Salah over the fire like a pig in a fucking luau. All I have to no. Do is, <laughs> I mean, no, no, I'm just if, sitting here just like, let it build, two. bro. Like, we haven't even played a game two. with our starting quarterback. If you're going into year two and your coach's record is 4-15. and 15, God damn. Just letting you know. It's not good. But are we going to ignore the fact that this team hasn't played with its starting quarterback and is also missing its not starter and backup, left tackle, right tackle? Like, there's there's variables. Yeah, man. Every team. It's not so black and white. Every team is that's not, But that's not fair. That's the, no, but that's man, the gray area in football. You can make the same argument for every team. I will, give the same, I will give that same argument to everybody, but here's the thing. If the Jets were a team like the Browns that have this elite offensive line, this great defense, and all you have to do is just have Teddy Bridgewater hand the ball off and dump down to the flat and then occasionally throw the ball 10 yards, perfect. He just has to stay within itself, perfect. The Jets don't have that because we're running with Joe Fluco, the statue. (laughs) Currently, George Fan just got put on the IR, so we're now going to be running practice squad guy left tackle, fourth-round rookie who's the third-string right tackle playing right tackle. And, like, this is – like, the offense is just inept, but all we do is talk about the defense, and the offense can't score points. But the defense is literally one of the worst in the league, though. Which is crazy because I would say that our defense is way better than our offense. And that's why, and that's why you can't keep trusting your eyes. <laughs> that's why you can't just keep trusting your eyes because they are hey, man, actually I, to be one, fair, of worst te- <laughs> one of the worst defenses in the league. But then our offense says we're 18 in football. That is a complete lie. Well, There's no, and the only reason it is because we throw the ball a million points. times at the end of the games. We score points. We scored we score points. twelve points in week one. I mean, we score we points. We scored a lot yards. of points against the Browns. That was that's where all that came. That's from, where it Browns. all came from. We scored thirty-five points against the Browns one game. But guess what? We've consistently given up, given up points and yards every single game. <laughs> if our offense was able to keep like. The defense in week one held the Ravens in the first half to 60 yards total defense. We couldn't, or offense, we couldn't score points. Thank God that they play a whole game because then we'd be number and one. And then the let's go and continue <laughs> to the rest of that game where we pressured Lamar Jackson 15 out of fucking 20 snaps, four QB hits, one sack. Lamar Jackson only throws for 200 yards. He rushed for fucking 60, which is a, a low that he's had in his fucking career, the rushing yards as a whole for that team were under a hundred when they were the number one rushing attack in football. And we're going to sit here and say that the defense didn't play well. 
The offense literally couldn't do anything. But how do the but 49ers the defense is the reason why we lost it, that game? It must be magic. How do the 49ers seem to have a great defense and not score points, but somehow the Jets just can't crack that nut? They can't figure it out. Can you say that again? How come the 49ers have a great defense and they don't score as much as the Jets? And yet somehow the Jets have a means of giving up pl- 21 plus points. Oh, I blame Jeff Ulbrich completely. Yards. I think Ulbrich is an idiot. Again, it's not impossible. It's, it's I not, think Ulbrich is not, an idiot. The offense definitely has a has a has, like the putrid offense definitely plays into it. It's a putrid but, offense, but a great defense is a great defense. And the I'm Jets not saying the Jets defense, defense is great. Right I think no, the Jets defense is is like it's awful. I think it's it awful. is what it is. If but we stop it, getting safety mishaps during games, maybe teams we don't they don't score on us because every touchdown that we've had scored on us in a passing attack is <laughs> a safety, <laughs> and not our corners because our corners apparently only give up like 15 yards a game, statistically, which is crazy. But it's like. It's it's a team game. The defense is not just two cornerbacks. Like the Jets have issues on defense. Communications is one. Yeah, that's safety. Not being able to yeah, I mean the safeties are like the worst safeties in the league. I mean, statistically they are the worst safety tandem in the league. So I mean like I don't want to pick and choose the stats and like the, I'm like the stats are what they are. Like if you if you can believe they're the worst, if you can believe the same stats saying that they're the worst two tandems and the, they're the worst safeties in the league, the same stats are saying that the defense as a whole is the one of the worst defenses in the league. So it's like I think that's an easy be fix because if the safeties stop being bad, then the the defense doesn't allow points. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is. is but my thing is, is like it. It sounds easy until like, but that's not our job. You know whose job it is, Robert Sala. Yeah, no, I gave it one more week before. I'm like Robert Sala needs to start taking over the defense because Ulbrick is an idiot. Because yeah. I don't like what I see. You'll be waiting forever. <laughs> Five all, and fifteen. All right, uh, all right, fellas, back to your corners. We've. We spent an hour and 15 minutes on the Raiders and the Jets. So we have differing opinions. Yeah, let's talk about the fucking Titans. The team that actually gives up 400 yards a game, Roz. That defense isn't good. They're also not the best either. But you know who's going to win that bet? This guy. That's who's going to win. You think you guys are going to. What? Well, I can see what it. Bet. Yes. I can see it. Well, I what bet are we talking about? And there, me and Mike have a bet where I said the Titans will be a 20th ranked defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says they will not. <laughs> they, all they have to do is finish 19 or better. <laughs> and if you guys continue to allow so 400 yards a game, <laughs> it's not <laughs> going to happen. Roz, numbers All are in I my need. favor on that one, correct? That is correct. Right <laughs> like is we'll correct. we'll agree on that. If the re- Titans allow four hundred yards a game, <laughs> every game, they will not be a nineteen ranked defense. They will be yes, close to thirty. I, yes, I will win this bet. I will win this bet. But this is the to... the Reds bet all over again, where we're just dying on the hills that we don't need to die want... on, huh? <laughs> yes. We are up against the clock, so I want to quickly rapid fire. Are the Eagles the best team in football? No. No. Yes. Uh, are the Buccaneers in trouble? No. 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 
who is the best team in the AFC? The Chiefs. The... Dolphins. Dolphins. I still think the Chiefs. The Dolphins. The Dolphins got away with one. The, the Dolphins. Dolphins got away with one. I will not say that the Dolphins are not talented or not a good team, but they very much so got away with one. They yeah, stole I that the Dolphins, game. I think the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins. They got away with the butt punt because if they would have lost that game, that team would have gotten ripped to shreds because of the mm. butt punt. But <laughs> they capitalized off of that heat because Stefan Diggs was cooked. He yes. literally couldn't play at the end of the game. And then when the last play of the game where Isaiah McKenzie caught the ball and tried to run it back to the refs, those Dolphins players were doing everything in their power to bump him every single time. <laughs> to the ref, and I'm like, you know what? I appreciate the gamesmanship, but the I Dolphins knew they it. stole one. The Dolphins mm-hmm. stole one. They absolutely did. And are the Packers back? No. So... I mean, this is this is, <laughs> no. this is so. This is they're halfway win. there. That's a huge win. I will. I will t- do the same half measure. I disagree. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the man, man. And it is just. It's just You're like it man. Keeps, it keeps going back to the idea: if you have a quarterback, you can take chances with bringing along and developing guys and young guys who may not be the best, but if you put the ball in the best place, they can still make plays, right? And so that's what they took the chance on. They took the chance on spending more money on Aaron Rodgers and going cheap on everything else and going the rookie route and shoring up the defense. I think that was a huge win by Aaron Rodgers, and I would say um, if they win again next week, that's I think I think I think the Packers are in very good shape. No, I, I don't I don't necessarily it's agree. It's tough with that. for me to I, say I, they're back when Tom Brady didn't have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Well, well, that, well that's what I was gonna say. Like it's it's not a good sample size. Like, you got have shit. The Bears, you got the Bears. Tom it's Brady, Tom literally Brady. always the Bears. <laughs> you you got the Bears. You got Tom Brady with literally nobody to throw to. And then even next week, you got I mean the Patriots fully healthy aren't even that good. Now you got a banged up Patriots with, with no Mac Jones. I mean, literally, I mean, that's not a good stand. McCorkle's not good. That's another conversation with it, but I'm saying the sample size right now for me to be like, okay, Aaron Rodgers back back, it's not there yet. Like well, let me, was, let me be, I, Okay. Yeah, let me be honest with you. I remember not too long ago, there was a few guys that people were wondering who the heck they are. There was this this quarterback that was that was converted to a wide receiver um, and he was from like Kentucky or Western Kentucky or something like that. And there was Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to these guys and people were like, we don't even know how that's going to work. Right. Next thing you know, Randall Cobb is lighting the league up. Next thing you know, Jordy Nelson, even though he was pretty good on that Florida team, I believe he played for Florida. Yep. All of a sudden, Jordy Nelson is the talk of the town, and he's literally like one of the best wide receivers. He was the Cooper Cup at some time before Cooper Cup was Cooper Cup. Six and five, five white you, guys eat in Wisconsin. And, I, and I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, don't be surprised. These reps mean everything to Romeo Dobbs, to Christian Watson. Yeah, he dropped the wide open pass, but his talent Again. is definitely there. Um, and I feel like if there's any way for these guys to grow and to reach their potential, it's with Aaron Rodgers. So if they don't reach it with Aaron Rodgers, they won't reach it. But 
it's it's the perfect environment for them to reach it. So if these one of these guys emerge and you realize like, oh crap, they're really good, it's because of Aaron Rodgers being their quarterback and start their careers off, basically. So I think I, I think you could do it. I think I they're think in a great position, it. not just because they're in Aaron Rodgers. I think it's because they're with Randall Cobb, who knows how to play with Aaron Rodgers. And the floor is awesome, man. Yeah. The floor is awesome. I think I think Cobb is more of a help to them than Rodgers actually is. Just because Cobb knows <laughs> the breaks. And he, and the only reason I'm saying that is because Cobb knows how, how to run the routes for, for him, where he likes to throw, how to be ready. He can help them on the receiver side of it the way Rodgers can't. I don't know. I just feel like that's like saying Julio Jones is like a bigger help to like the, the younger guys on the Bucks than Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers demand so much from their team. No, I, I understand that. Staff. I just think for these guys who are just coming in, having a guy who has played with Rodgers for a long time is also incredibly beneficial. But, but, oh, yeah, that, again, that help. but here's my here's my issue again. They the Vikings are a competitive team who are fully healthy. They got their well, backs blown out by them. They're not they're not fully well, healthy though. Well, they're healthy enough. And at the end of the day, and I when I look at the Packers schedule the next four games, I'm like, I still ask myself that question, is this sample size good enough? They're on a three game homestand, Patriots at home. Giants at home, Jets at home. Then they go to Washington. That's their next four games. Is that a really is that a really good sample size to see? Is Aaron Rodgers back? Well, not. But here's here's what I'm going to say. After that game, they have the Sunday night football game, October 30th at Buffalo. That's the game that I'm looking for, personally. I mean, yeah, that that's the best team that they're going to play in that stretch, but. I just don't think you just disregard those guys getting those valuable reps and then like building up some momentum and some steam and learning the, you know, every week that they learn that system and you come from that system, it's less they have to think and just letting whatever talents that they have just run wild. And Aaron Rodgers, like I said, if, if they're going to reach that potential, if Christian Watson is going to be the guy who was an absolute freak at the combine, he is freaky. You know, I do like Watson. And <laughs> if you just give him perfectly passed balls by, by Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's going to reach a ceiling, and then he's going to be an he's going to be he's going to be a monster. So it's like, I just think that we need to give these guys. I said maybe I went a half measure. I think we need to give these guys some time. They're all brand new, and there's no better quarterback that they could be placed with than than Aaron Rodgers. And I think, um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Minnesota doesn't have Dalvin Cook. You know, he had like this. He had like a double whammy. I think he like his shoulder popped out of its socket or something like Ooh. that. And so if they're not healthy, they lose one of their playmakers. Um, and Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins is like, it depends on when he plays, when he decides he wants to be good. <laughs> as long as it's like so, one o'clock, Kirk Cousins is going to be fine. Yeah. Like it's something like that. Like, <laughs> But so. to be honest, the Packers schedule, they don't play. They play all of five like tough games <laughs> in their schedule. Yeah. It's the bills. It's the dolphins. It's the Eagles. And then, like the Vikings, yeah, you play whoever's in front of you. You know, the Lions were playing tough. The Lions were playing tough. Not saying they'll win, but they'll They'll throw for a million yards on the Titans. I'm so excited! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for the Lions, though. Because me too. I love watching them. They get, they get, they get Jamison Williams back. That's going to be. Jamo in the Sun God. Oh. It's a scary looking offense with Hawkinson oh. and and then playing it. That team puts up some points now. So. Too bad they're out of the Bryce Young sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You never know how these things bounce, you know. But yeah, we're going maybe on Aaron Rodgers uh, over here. So yeah, we're gonna move on. I was gonna ask you, do you have any uh, any issues with how the Dolphins handled Tua's concussion? All the issues in the world, and that, they should be under investigation. And yeah, they are under investigation. They are under investigation. They absolutely deserve to be under investigation because that man didn't know who he was when he was walking off the field. Like the, re- the replay doesn't have the, the replay doesn't corroborate what they're saying about his back. It's obvious in the replay his head bounced off pretty violently off the off the turf. Yeah, and then watching him kind of like get all like wobbly get up, and all that stuff get like up that. You don't get down, wobbly like that because of your back. Fall down because of your back. I don't believe that. I mean, mm-hmm. he could have suffered a back injury. I'm not saying that that's not true, but it doesn't – it's not a good look for McDaniels. And I really feel like if it wasn't the Bills, he probably would have not let him come back. Oh, in, yeah, and no. That's, and that's damning on his point. You know, it, it, you, know you expect them to say what they're going to say, Mike. So – I think the investigation will find something on the contrary, hopefully. But it did look good, man. It didn't look they, good at they all. They need to that, yeah, that that could really fuck up somebody's like life. Yeah. So and does he does he play on Thursday? He'll play. He'll play. He'll, it depends on what the league finds out with the NL and the NFL Players Association. If they find out that they violated it in some form or fashion, two is probably not playing for a while. Yeah, I don't know what the the punishment will be right so yeah we need to kind of watch this and see how this do you punish the coaching out. staff obviously yes you punish yes. the coaching staff and you know do you punish and, um, Tua the, obviously so do you the punish thing, the player do you punish the player I don't know so since the NFL player association is involved my assumption is that maybe they're on they're skewing on the lines of we're doing this to protect the player. Yeah. So let's like try to make it's not the player's fault because yeah, because the player the player in. just got told he was cleared. Yeah, and or or the players or or the player or the player should not have the power yes. to override you as a coach for you to tell them if you're supposed to keep their best interests in mind because mm-hmm. every player is going to want to play as much as possible. So I doubt we get something from two. I'd be surprised, but I mean, like the Dolphins, man. Like what? Like what is their deal? Like it's like they just need to just stay out their own way, man. Like they just keep getting caught up in these things, man. Like you know, maybe they're trying to ruin Tua so they don't have to pay him, so they can trade for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Bring <laughs> Lamar Jackson to the crib. Moving conspiracies. Tua and three first round picks for Lamar Jackson. Nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel for me. Absolute nightmare fuel for me. Two and on. <laughs> I think the Ravens take. I think the Ravens take that too. I really do. I don't. No, but that's that, but that's an inter- that's an interesting thing. What what do you think happens to Lamar at the end of the season? He has a breakout year. He gets franchise, franchise I mean, tagged. He's gonna get franchised. <laughs> like I don't know why we're all doing this. Like we don't know what's gonna happen. He's gonna get he's franchised. He's gonna ask he's gonna, for Sean Watson. He's gonna contract. bitch and moan. He's gonna bitch and moan, and they're gonna meet somewhere in the middle. Like we all know what's gonna happen here. Like, well, but they didn't meet somewhere in the middle. This, this all they don't have to right now. They, they don't, don't have, have to. to. Next year they have to. But you know, today I'm just saying you never. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So and you're seeing with Aaron. There, there could be a scenario where they say, "Hey, this price is too high." 
we can just trade this dude, get the world in return. If they tag him, he can't do anything about it. Yeah, they're going to tag him. But there is a chance, I'm telling you, that I don't think he plays on the tag, though. And says, Hell no, he's not going to play on the tag. If if Tua has a good year and they say, Hey, you know, the guy got some talent, you know, it's not like we're not giving you nothing. And then they throw a few picks in there because Miami does have some extra picks as well, too. Before the league starts taking them away. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They they took it away, though. They took the. But now we got a whole new investigation. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, like, they have some picks. And if Miami says, You know what? We are ready to rock and roll. Like we're we're gonna give you. We don't care. We'll give you three picks. We'll give you the Deshaun Watson deal with Tua. We get Lamar Jackson. It's gonna be hard for that Ravens organization to say never no. say never. never. Never say never. never. I'm the one talking this into existence, even though I don't want it to happen. I don't want that. That's literally it's terrible. It'll be terrible for us. It's worse than that. That Waddle Hill and then Jackson. We'd That's have, the worst we'd case have Josh Allen and fucking Lamar Jackson in our division for the next 15 years. Yeah, it's the greatest show on turf. It's the greatest show on turf. <laughs> Can't have that happen, man. That'd be some really good builds going. And like all those guys oh, yeah, from bro. fucking Florida anyway. I don't want to see that whole team just become a fucking <laughs> recruiting ground. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Well, you see it on the ticker. We are going to move on to Fantasy Focus. Dylan, go ahead. Who is Fantasy Focus presented by? Mike Ortiz, Cross Country Mortgage. All right. So the Fantasy Focus is Anthony. You will always be Anthony. Uh, even though you're one, even though you're one and two, but yeah. hey man, the cool, the, the weird thing is, I'm one and two. Yet I have scored more points than literally everybody in the league. <laughs> well, and I am not the only. I am not the only one who's going three. To be fair, I am not the only one who's going three. Wait, wait isn't Rob number one? Help, that to didn't help fair. you last week, did it, Dylan? <laughs> I did not. I left. Uh, if I would have played Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd, I would have uh, waxed Michael. When are you gonna bench Wilson? I'm betting him now. Wilson's never playing ever. <laughs> ever. I, I'm on the I hate Russell Wilson as a person uh, train now. And watch him drop like 30 points on us. <laughs> I know. And now I'm going to look like an asshole. There was a lot, a lot of chatter in the draft room. And this guy right here was very, very quiet. Was sitting here like, oh, yeah, you know, like people are like saying a bunch of stuff and here I am just little old me picking up my players doing my little thing and you know no you had a great draft speaks for itself speaks so, for itself you had a great draft so back to so, yeah, the say, fantasy well, for you I just want to Graz is, is being obnoxiously humble because me and Raz <laughs> are in we're in two leagues together, and in our other league that we're in, Roz is also, me and Roz are the only undefeated teams in that other <laughs> league, and we're, we're currently on a collision course. Yes. Because me and Roz are absolutely wiping the floor in our other league. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, the real so, good news is in yeah. my money league, I'm undefeated. So there is that. And in, in our fantasy league, though, I'm just letting you guys know, Dylan, I know you mentioned the points. I am number two in points. 
number, so, and he's number two. And he's Ross, number one I know you have other league. You have number been in number one the in show our hearts for a little while. Number one in our hearts. Uh, I've been pointing out that Anthony has constantly had the lowest per- playoff percentage since the draft. He, <laughs> he started off at a 33% playoff percentage prediction, and then it went to a 22. Where are we and at then this it week? Went to uh, I think it's at five this 12. week. It is at five. It is at wait, 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 wait. The biggest the biggest run was Anthony, actually. The one that gave me the hardest <laughs> the out of all my leagues. <laughs> the one matchup that gave me the 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 toughest matchup was Anthony's team. I don't I, I can't I don't know, I can't call it. The, the crazy it, it, thing it, is it, there's another 0-3 team. Mario is uh, also he has a seven percent chance, but he has a higher percent <laughs> chance than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, don't, and don't and don't forget, he also had a first round draft. I didn't. And so yeah, did you pick yeah, yeah, in the first round. I did not. I didn't you get did. to. your team. Did I didn't you, get to? You have a phone with an oh, oh god, here we go. Where you can check to see what time the draft oh, is. You here just like to go. make excuses and you run. Oh my oh, god, it looks here like your go. internet's working today, Anthony. Do you want to play Madden? What? I thought so. Wait, what? <laughs> I said, looks like your internet's working today. Would you like to play Madden? Sure, Dylan. It's this. I had the day off today, so of course I was able to get the internet. Do you want the rest of my work schedule? Huh? Do you want me to write it down if you want me to text it to you? Anthony, huh? I do not believe a single word that is coming out of uh, you. Even though, even though I sent you a picture. But yeah. Anthony, I could also make that that same thing happen. What? All it takes. I don't want for my PS5 connection. I don't want that. All right. But you do not want to play me. (laughs) You keep calling out Josh, and and you keep taking these these forfeit wins. But when I decided you're the one who said you're the one who said forfeit. Are you not the one who said forfeit? I said if you don't play me right now, I'm taking the forfeit. I'm and I literally cannot play you right now. You have internet through. right now. You have internet right now. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the, that day. I literally said, Dylan, here's the picture. I'm showing you. I don't have connection, and you're telling me the worst part about forfeit. it is Anthony's like, "Oh, Dylan, I want to play Madden." I'm like, "Cool." He's like, "But I don't know who I want to play." Like you know, like the big dog is here. The big <laughs> drop is here. <laughs> I'm still you waiting know. on that Madden tournament. There, you for know. And he's just <laughs> ducking me. And then he keeps talking to Mike about how he knows how to beat me. You don't. Mike's trying to get Anthony to just ball control, assuming I will not <laughs> score when I get the ball. <laughs> not knowing Anthony doesn't know how to play defense. I, just, I was just trying to just run the ball. No, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> put, put pressure on Dylan and make Dylan actually think. No, no, I got it. I know how he plays. Okay. Ah, I back that he beat you Anthony, we've never finished a game. We have literally never finished a game. You quit out of every game we play. <laughs> not true. You don't, but even, you, you don't even know what dealing up against the ropes looks like. Not, 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 not true, but you can continue with these lies. But. Anthony, I have proof from years ago from the last time we played. You the power in my neighborhood went out, Dylan. You, you already know that. That was like 2016, like six years ago, some shit like that. It was four years ago. It wasn't four years ago. It was like, no, it was 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 six, right? It was four years ago. It was four? 
It was four years ago. Ah, four, six, whatever. Yeah, the, the power went out in my neighborhood. We've never finished a game. We've been. I've been trying to play Madden with Anthony for four years. We've never finished a fucking game. I don't know what to tell you. I stop quitting. I don't care I, if you're losing my but, third. But, game, I, I don't quit. but I'm not quitting though. That's the thing. You're right. You are turning the system off. You are not hitting the <laughs> options button and hitting quit or concede. You are just turning the game off. Oh god, Jesus. More conspiracy theories. At least Mike played. <laughs> Me and Mike finished many games. Mm-hmm. Mike did not have a chance, but we finished the games. I was in the game until about halftime, third quarter each time, except that one game where it was over quick. But I was hanging for. <laughs> I listen. I there's no shame in my. I'm honest. Hey, I was throwing picks. Mike, Mike threw like five picks a game. I was throwing picks. And it would be terrible because I would have good drives and then end it with a pick. That would be the worst part. And then I would score. I wouldn't score on offense. I scored, I think, maybe one offensive touchdown against Mike. Yeah, Dylan (laughs) had a very tough time scoring on me offensively, except when I I think one time I put the ball at, like, the floor or something for you. Like, (laughs) Like, I mean, I played competitive. I feel like I played competitive ball. Like, so, okay. You know, Dylan's better. All right, I have to play better. That's, I have know, not lost in video games to anybody in this podcast, which is going to change because I'm still, I'm still mad oh. about NBA 2K22. I'm still mad. The last time I, we did this, I, we were I'm Mike and Jay were mad. taking turns <laughs> after one of the pods, getting just taking turns, getting whacked. Well, we only, <laughs> we only, we've only played twice, Dylan. It was two separate nights. We've only played. Twice. Now, <laughs> James, <laughs> James is a different story, but we <laughs> have, have only played twice, so let's, let's not get it confused for the false narrative. Ross, have you played Dylan? No, no, I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't played any of the games right now. It's super busy as of late. Got James you, had the you. pleasure of playing my Nets team. And didn't didn't go great. <laughs> it didn't go great for him. There was there was a point in that game where I like perfect released like ten shots in a row. It was horrendous. I refuse to play two K. I feel like it's a broken game. I, I'm staying. I'm staying away from two K. I am staying away from that shit. We played two K right. last night till like two thirty in the morning. Game still broken. Yeah, we played and, and had a good run too. Actually, oh, we had a good run. Actually. We had a good. Where were y'all playing? Y'all, were y'all doing this? No, we're playing in the park. We're playing in the theater, park, which is park. the same as yeah. the park. I usually do program, so it's usually like normal basketball and not like exploits, because that's all the park is—just fucking people exploiting. See, my my game. thing is just like the thing that's killing me with two K is just laziness for me. I just don't feel like having a creative live play and have to do that shit all over again. Like it's just a grind to me. Like I just I'm already, I, this is the first fucking story mode in two K I've ever finished. I never. I just want to buy a bunch of VC points and just upgrade my character that way. Did it? Already did it. But that's not how you get good at the game, unfortunately, because you need badges. You need to grind your badges, sir. Hit that. Hit that gym. Gym. Play a bunch of games. My guy's nice. See the phone computer. Yeah, but I I know y'all. I have probably like forty hours in two K already. Easily, so easily. It's the best. That's a whole action. Ad- that's a whole action adventure game. Just grounded out. <laughs> yeah, just, but you could hold X and skip the story. 
That's what I did. <laughs> They're over here complaining about the girlfriend story. Never heard the fucking lady talk once. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard her talk once. Just let me progress right. the story, get my VC so I can play basketball in my basketball game. My thing is, it's the thing that's going to make me just like lose my mind if I like try to shoot perfectly and it doesn't go in. And I'm oh, you have to. You literally can't make a jump shot unless it's a perfect release. It's ridiculous. That's the one thing it I wish they would fix. I got robbed a couple times also. Mike, guy, Mike is the first person to go two for six. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> but Mike, will t- awesome. he only makes shots with the end of the shot clock or of Listen, the game. I, I hit clutch gene. He was clutch screaming gene. clutch gene last night. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like fucking two for nine, but he was screaming. <laughs> I was having a horrendous game, but we needed a game winning shot and I hit it. So, like, so, so were, y'all play, were y'all playing together? Yeah, me, it was yeah. me, Mike, and James. Oh, okay. And James is the center on the power forward, and Mike's a guard. And meanwhile, me and James are just getting rotated on, so we <laughs> gotta pass Mike the ball. <laughs> it's like we have slip, to. I slip, I slip right behind James in a little. He he kind of picked the guy off because he doubled James and ignored me because my guy's trash. James passed me the ball. Switch game over. And this is and the story mode, or is this no? This is just us playing. No, this is just us playing. I instantly started yelling and screaming. Clutch and Dylan was, <laughs> Dylan was, Dylan was like, "What are you yelling at?" <laughs> <laughs> but the game is fifteen. I have like seven, eight, four, two, one. <laughs> has four points. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting thirty percent from the field. <laughs> I, I hit that clutch shot. I hit that clutch shot. That's all I know. That's all I know. I hit your, that game get your, get your get your Bob Ori on, Mike. That's it. <laughs> all that matters. Rob, big shot, Bob on. I'm just like, all right, Mike. And then every other time I pass to Mike, I'm like, all right, Mike, wide open. Go ahead, hit that shit. Oh, Bang, in and out, was- air ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was so mad. They made me airball a wide open. I didn't green it, but I did everything but green it. It was like, like it, per- was it was perfect. Up. It was damn it near was perfect. And he, and he airballed it. I was like, <laughs> as we shot, I'm like, I'm just like, there you go, Mike. There you go. And then it just completely just bounces right to the floor. I'm like, what the fuck, Mike? <laughs> what, is like, what is happening here? So. But I did get better. I got a little bit better. And like I said, one thing you will not hear Dylan complain about is my defense. I pride myself on that end of the floor. He was head. I Mike got a lot of the fouls called on him. (laughs) But but Dylan, did I get dropped off at any point last night? Ah. Not, Not once. Not even at 99. He was he was the closest you got to it. There was that short dude we were playing who was just fucking uh, you up. He was, just, <laughs> he was, he was fucking you up. He was just fast. Like, just, oh, uh, James, just, get get in here so we can talk about how that one dude was fucking eating Mike up last night. Just fast, <laughs> as, fast <laughs> as hell last night. Do we have a <sighs> correspondent? He was the third man on this. We we played one game last night where this one dude like I was some dude made a shooting guard that just looked like Miles Garrett and he just ran in circles and I'm a fucking power <laughs> yeah, forward was... <laughs> and I was just running just sprinting this dude was so fast I'm like I can't do anything I was like I'm on skates <laughs> and he was just jaying me up I'm like okay but for Mike to sit here and just blatantly lie that he didn't get dropped off when the old boy was fucking Jay, him up. it was we must have played ten games no because I only had two. 
and I ended up with like 14, 15. So we played about 13 games. We got a good run. We played a good amount of games, but that, that short dude we played was fucking you up. That was yeah. rough. That was a rough, that was a rough round. Mike rough Mike round. likes to Mike likes to do this thing, right, where he buys 2K. Phyllis <laughs> <laughs> gotta laugh because I said this last night. Mike likes to buy 2K early. Early download, early release, whatever. The hundred dollar version and everything, and just won't play my my player. <laughs> and then he'll also just automatically just cap his guy out at like eighty four, and then completely stop playing and just play my team. And then be like, I'll be like, Mike, how'd you buy the game before me? And you're only at eighty five, and it's like five months ago. He just had the game. Because he just won't play. I just play my team. That's all I my do. Team. My team. Just my team. Now, if you want the smoke in my team, you can catch it. But my my player? The game yeah. mode that's broken. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm also glad that I've been playing my player because that would have been that would have pissed me off. But yeah, I mean, we have our we have our things. Terrible. But since we since we have our correspondent here, let's let's move on to our next quick topic nba media day was basically the last few days it was wonderful it was a wonderful time Mm -hmm. it was nice to see some of the guys we got some interesting sound bites around the league we got to see jimmy butler's hair i don't know oh oh god no what's going on there no we we saw uh a miracle we saw the uh, he he clearly is god because i don't know if y'all saw but LeBron grew all his hair back. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I'm about to say that. But all his hair was back magically. LeBron's about to average (laughs) forty. Yo, my my favorite soundbite is he got the Kobe, so he he must be good. (laughs) I was like, it's good to have him back. It's good to have him back, man. But I was just like, I missed hearing him talk. Like, so I was like. Still, like, why is he? I'm like, why are you like this? <laughs> I was like, really asking myself, like, why are you like this? Uh, you know, I Kawhi mean, is an android. He he's literally an android. That's what he is. Like, yeah, but on, on, a, on a more on a more sad tone, what's going on with Levar on um, Lonzo Ball's knee, man? What's going on yeah, with that? It's um, he's, he can't run pain free. He can't even do like, daily activities. Yeah, he said that he ramps up, he gets warm, and he's about to play and start practicing, and then it hurts. So it's did like, he just have a second procedure already, or is he still is he going to have? It? That he's going to have it very soon, oh. and I just think it. I just think that you know it's unfortunate. Um, you know, like it happens sometimes with people. Whereas I think it could be once they go in, it could be like the surgery wasn't the best. It could be the scar tissue is like too much. It could be a bunch of reasons, but. You know, like hopefully Lonzo gets, you know, Lonzo hopefully gets back. I never had a problem, but that Bulls team was fun, man. That Bulls oh, yeah. team was I love real Lonzo. fun. Yeah, it was fun. I was, I was hyping that Bulls team up. I was on the, tra- I was on love the train. Lonzo, Lonzo gives him great size, like all throughout the lineup. But, but this has Brandon Roy vibes. This has Lonzo Brandon Roy vibes. I'm, yeah. I'm I don't, I don't want to say that mm. M word, but I, I'm getting, starting to get afraid that we might. Yeah, that M word associated with Brandon Roy. This is not a typical knee injury. It's not a typical knee injury. This is this is sounding very chronic. It's giving very chronic vibes. 
it's not looking good. 24 years old, you're having these type of because Stoudemire, yeah, he was having these issues, but he was like late twenties, didn't have it till he was like late 20s. Like Lonzo well, is that that damn micro fracture. Oh yeah, that might yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's that's the word I don't want to hear. Anytime you hear the word yeah, micro, it's been a long it's time. Never- it's been a long time since we see, we heard about a micro, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, that, micro that, that surgery. But, but I I don't know if we're flirting with it. I I really hope we don't. Like I said, I really, even though they're literally my favorite team, the Knicks' most bitter rival. I really liked watching that Bulls team play, and I I really fun. thought they had I thought they had something. And shout out know. to Demar Derozan, man. Maybe I mean Caruso coming back is is going to be good for them too. He's not the playmaker, Lonzo. My man, Caruso. <laughs> if you ask me, it was it was we lost the heart and soul of our defense when he left, unfortunately. But I mean, you know, who you got Patrick Beverly now. You got Patrick. You got Beverly. Beverly. So, who am I, right? And him and Russell Westbrook I, are best friends. Oh, they're besties. I, they're I, think, best friends. I, I think that should is. I think that shit is an act, man. Cap. I, I, it's one thousand percent cap. Like this is about, about to be one of the worst. This has the chance to be one of the worst backfields, the worst combo, the worst guard like rotation we've had in a long time. Like I, I can see it can either be like Russ is just amazing, and then Pat just comes off the bench. I but if heard Pat, if Pat is starting. And Russ is coming off the bench. Oh. This is going to be terrible. One more month. I heard there's a season. lineup that they want to throw out, where it's Westbrook, Schroeder, Beverly, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. <laughs> and I was crying, laughing when I saw that. Where Beverly would be the small forward. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I get going small, but that's awful. That's like they that's like ran off you go you off go for ma- me. You imagine like them putting <laughs> you imagine them putting that lineup on the floor against the Warriors. What the Warriors would do to that line, or what Philly or Milwaukee would do, or Miami, even teams with size, Minnesota would do to that lineup. Oh my goodness! Oh, that I I give him. He's got. I I refuse to believe that. Just like I refuse to believe that Russell Westbrook is not the starter of that team until he completely falls off the cliff. Like, he would have to completely fall off the cliff for Patrick Beverly to think about being better than Russell Westbrook. And I don't think we're at that point. I get a chance to see Kendrick Nunn again, so that's awesome. I get a chance to actually see him. Yeah, I forgot he's not a dead person. Yeah, he's he's not not dead anymore. He's back. He's not a ghost. He's the shooter. He's the shooter. He's a shooter. Another he's shooter, Malik Monk. No, right. He's the shooter on the team. The, the shooter. <laughs> he's, the, <laughs> he's the shooter on the team. Ridiculous. So did you guys? Him. Did you guys see DeAndre Ayton's press conference? Love it. Yo, love you it. loved love it? it. Yo, that's got yo. big energy. Big energy. Yo, he said I, I haven't spoken to Monty since Game Seven. What's good? He said I haven't and, spoken to Monty said, since do, Game do you, Seven. Do you care? Are you good? Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Man, How'd you feel it. about the Suns matching your offer? I was happy. I was happy. Yeah. Big energy. <laughs> it Big, just felt like, weird. It felt there's, weird. There's a reason Jay Crowder's like forcing his way out. And right Jay now. Crowder's yeah, getting traded. Not, not showing up. I think Phoenix has up. to. This, this Phoenix is imploding. Game, 
Yeah, this could be scary season for Phoenix. It's very like, eerie energy right now. Like, who's in Phoenix for him? Like, do we Nobody. know where he's traded? I don't know. Uh, there's I, a few teams. I can see him go to a few teams. teams. Take that contract. I, I think, think the Nuggets as much, as much as somebody over here does not like DeAndre Ayton at all and thinks he's a product of Chris Paul. I, I think do. there's a few. I, I think there's a few teams that would take that contract. And well, no, DeAndre Ayton can't get traded until like January first. So yeah, also break. Also, yeah, yeah, so yeah, but, still plenty of basketball. Crowder will. will. That's, Crowder, that's, will. That's, Crowder will be gone by time. Be, he'll be gone by Halloween. He'll be gone the next three weeks. Yeah, I think I would, love to see, I would love to see Crowder in Dallas. I would love to see Crowder and the Nuggets. I see, so I see Crowder going quarter. east. I can I see Crowder in the east. Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami. I can see him on Miami. I can really see him on Miami. Five Boston, throw Boston in there. I don't think he fits them anymore. On the bench, I do. Eh, I don't know he's how a, he gets. He's a three. I mean, he gets rid of guy off the bench, absolutely. Guy. Especially because they don't have Dal- Gallinari. Yeah, he can go I mean, on the I Hawks he, too. He, can go on the he Hawks could too. go on the Hawks. They got a lot of guys that do what he. Younger exactly, guys do, what he rotate. Does, Everyone needs but a three and D guy in the league. Everyone needs a three and D guy. I think Every, Philly, everyone needs a three and D guy. Philly, Miami, and the Brooklyn Lakers would be dumb the if they didn't like poke the bear kick on that. The tires, and try to, yeah, kick I'd the tires on that. it and try to see what they can do. That would be they tremendous. Just need defense and toughness. They just need defense and toughness. That's all the Lakers need. A shooter. You would just have to apologize to LeBron for making fun of him dancing in the playoff rounds that one time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. If if Russ got to deal with Pat Bev, LeBron got to deal with Jay Crowder. Oh yeah. But no, I, I can. Crowd will be gone in three weeks. I they hope they just don't ship him out somewhere. I know he would never come back, but I would love to trade Russ for somebody like a Luke, like a Lou Dort or something like love that. Like, you know, like one of those type of guys who like played excellent defense. Also, be prepared to give up two first rounders, but that's going to cost the two first rounders. And it's Laker I mean, tax. At this point, at this point, there's no point in that. So and I mean, Jeannie like Russ clearly said. Genie has clearly said hell no to anything with multiple first round picks. I mean, if they get rid of those two first round picks, they don't have a first round pick till twenty thirty. And, that, <laughs> and, and that's that's that. why I completely agree with her. Hell no, can't do it. like no, you can't do it. It's different now because of the Lakers situation, but you can't do it. You have to. I you know you I have agree. to say no. We'll we'll bite the bullet, like and just just hope. That street clothes stays healthy. Right? Hope street clothes stay healthy and that LeBron <laughs> just keeps finding the fountain of youth <laughs> and can just play for like 60 games. It's crazy. Oh, man. So, Ross, what are your, what are your realistic expectations for the Lakers? Uh, would love the Lakers to sneak in and get a playoff berth. Would love it. That's what, That's my hope. I think as a roster's constructed, I don't know how you can see them. You could even look at them and say they could win the division. I, I mean, everything would have to fall immediately in place, and you'd be crazy to think that Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to miss time. And at any point that they both miss in time, you've seen what happens to the team. Like, the oh, good thing is, is that um, Schroeder can shoot. Um, if he's anything like the shoulder that was on the Lakers before he left. I mean, he's enough. He's enough firepower to offset some of the loss of points that may have come. But the Lakers just don't have the firepower without Russell Westbrook being who he was 
you know what I'm saying, in on the Wizards and on OKC. If Russell Westbrook shows any of that, if there's any of that left in him, which right now it seems like there's none of that, but if there's any of the OKC Russ that's <laughs> in there, the Lakers will make some surprising noise because all LeBron needs is someone to pretty much facilitate and get out of the way. He needs shooters, but we also can't like disregard the fact that he also had guys that could dish the ball out as well too, right? When 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 Mario was in in Miami, yeah, he could shoot, but he also had his nights where he was, you know, between like five and eight assists. Like same thing for Kyrie, like wherever he was, like you know, like even Rondo had his time where he was averaging like close to double digits or between like five and eight. You need to have somebody to facilitate the ball. I, I don't like LeBron keep bringing up the ball. I hate that. It's it, They have to stop him from doing that because I think it could stop him from having the turnovers that he has. You know, like, it's and just if you have him in the half court, it's perfect, right? He turns on the half court, whatever. But if you can bring it up and then you can allow him to operate in the half court, very few people that can stop him you know, from being able to, like, get to the rim and do other things like that, you know. Um, you know, Darvin Ham, if he can – it's defense. The Lakers – the Lakers' weakness is defense and shooters. If he can somehow unlock that, well, then the Lakers have a chance, like everyone else, to win a division, to win more than they did last year. But realistically, I'm hoping we sneak in. I think that's a fair thing we could sneak in into at least be one of the top eight in the West. I think with the talent we can do. We'll see though. Jamal Murray's coming back. Porter's coming back. Everyone's getting a little bit better. OKC, that check thing was rough. I know like New Orleans will be around because Zion lost like 400 pounds. It looks incredible. New Orleans will be a force. That's my dark horse team actually to win that division. Zion is is, is in crazy shape. The collection of talent is 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 pretty filthy. If you look at it from the starting five, that's a crazy starting five. Like it really is. Like it's like, am I not bugging? Is it not like Rudy? Is Rudy on that team? Right. No, Rudy's, no, Rudy's not on that team. Rudy's, Rudy's in Minnesota. Rudy's got Minnesota. Also, Minnesota is what I was thinking of as well, too. Minnesota has a pretty nasty three, three-headed three monster, too. No, but you get, you get um, CJ, B.I., and Zion. Yeah, CJ, B.I., and Zion. With Steven Adams. With Steven Adams, with also the kid who can shoot the freaking lights out. The kid, the rookie that was – I think he was a rookie last year. I forgot his name. but Herbert, I think. Killing it in the Herb playoffs. Jones. Yeah, her. Yeah. And then you also have the other rookie who was Jose Alvarado. Yeah, Jose Alvarado. That dude's yeah, a dog. He, he's he's, he's going to get exposed. He's going to get exposed. Oh, I mean, don't like him. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's. I don't think outside of just coming up, uh, bringing up the ball up the court, he's going to even be needed when you have Zion and, and Bi and C. Zion's going to average like twenty four on seventy seven, like true shooting percentage. <laughs> like some, ridiculous, some ungodly, ridiculous. ungodly number. He's going to have this crazy number because nobody's going to be strong enough to stop him. The only other guy who's strong enough to stop him is over in Memphis and Steven Adams. Like, can't do it. I mean, you know, the the West got got pretty good, and they got 
They, you know, the whole the, NFL, the whole well, NBA. Well, the West, the West. I think the guys who are already in the playoffs just got healthier. Yeah, that's yeah. really it. Because I don't think and anybody then, particularly got better. But I'm, by better, I mean like the teams got better because well, yeah, know, the teams that were already in the playoffs. Yes, got better, the guys, it's like the, guys the Eastern Conference, back. the teams got better. There's a 14 pool teams of guys who can win like 40 games. <laughs> but I, but I, but I would also say that if you put the top four in the East against the top four in the West, I think it's pretty, it's pretty even almost talent. Oh, there, like, yes, talent wise, like, yes. But the the East, I think it's deeper in the sense of that again. There's like the whole Eastern conference outside of like Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte can maybe squeak in too here though. Charlotte's like five wins away from being in that 40 win club, which yeah. isn't far, but like there's outside of like four teams, that whole Eastern conference can be like right at 40 wins. What about Cleveland's the West? Cleveland's going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. There's been so much uh, drama going around the NBA and so many uh, like slight moves and stuff like that that I don't even know what to look forward to this season. I'm like I'm so like in disarray. I don't know what to what to feel about this season. I don't know if I'm, I'm excited or my if, if I'm just jaded. I don't know what what to feel about this upcoming season. But I'm but I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a lot that has gone on and. I just want to see what what's to come of it. I don't know what's to come of of that Cleveland situation. I don't know what's to come of that Utah situation. I don't know what's to come of the Lakers. I don't know what's to come of just simple things like Portland. I don't know what to feel. Yeah, I think you swap Portland with uh, Utah in the playoffs. I don't know um, how to help anything this season. I'm just like, all right. This NBA, like this off season, has been like so such a, like a cluster, been a roller coaster. Yeah, so I, I'm like my emotions just like shit. All right, here we are. Days. <laughs> yeah. Be excited. Here we are. I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm over the moon. You got a month to think about it. I'm yeah. excited because <laughs> I got a lot of answers for my media day. Fireworks. I got oh, a lot of answers yeah. for my media day. I did. Here we go. I did. Yeah, go on, Dylan. Let's let's get let's get your. What did uh, you get? It to... sounded like it sounded like last year, and it sounded like the year before. It sounded like the same season. <laughs> what are we talking about? The, the the Nets press conference literally sounded like the year before press. I don't conference. think Kyrie really. There. I don't think he cares. You're you're wrong. Um, I don't think he cares. You're wrong. Uh, I heard it. I heard his press conference. I don't think he cares. I think he's saying, uh, you know, like. I didn't want to get vaccinated. I left a hundred million, a hundred million here. They said something to me to make me not want to just like request a trade. But he also could have still taken their money. He didn't do that. He decided to just do the one year deal, and I think he bails after this season. To be quite honest, yeah, I, I would take that bet. Uh, Kevin yeah. Durant is where I got answers from because Kevin Durant could have easily handled this in the way Kevin Durant handles things and just been like, I just want to talk hoop. I don't want to talk about shit. And he actually went out there and like elaborated onto wow. his trade. You you didn't think he elaborated on his trade request? How? By so what I heard? Oh, really? Uh, I'm happy about the situation because they thought they didn't just let me walk. Yeah. Like, so, like, oh, so we're not. Li- we didn't okay. listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I, I was, was saying thing. that. He like, sounded like an angry child. 
about how about how he felt like going into last offseason when he signed the extension, he was of the belief that the organization was going to roll with this group of players and everything hit the fan as far as availability and people getting traded. And then when he got hurt, he felt like the team wasn't being held accountable to play basketball for what they're doing on the court. Because when he got hurt, they were first place in the Eastern Conference. They lost uh, 10 straight immediately. And he was like, I don't feel like the coaching staff held the players accountable. And the players weren't holding themselves accountable. So it felt like the direction of the team wasn't where we all once were. When I came back, it didn't seem the same way either. Where the organization seemed like they were going one way and the players were seeing like they are going another. Where it's like nobody was on the same page. I bet so money to, to me, Dylan. Bet, I bet you I, that Kyrie Irving's not in that after after next year. I would bet you anything, honestly. He's not going to be in that because I heard I watched the entire Katie's entire thing, Dylan, and what I got from that was he's mad that they didn't trade him. He's mad at Kyrie. He don't want to say it, but he's mad at Kyrie, and he just he's just like it's whatever. I'm just going to see. See, we're interpreting this, this com- year, two completely different ways. I, I took a lot of that as he he was still pissed off with Kyrie. Even when they asked him if he is the liaison between Kyrie and the front office, that's that man's business. I, I think we're taking – yeah, we absolutely took this in like, two different that, ways because me, I don't see it's, him it's and the Kyrie thing at all. All it I want to know – all I want So – He kept saying that was, man – like we don't know who he's talking about. Like <laughs> he he did not refer to Kyrie by name, yet we know we all know who he was talking about. He was talking about Kyrie for most of it. So like to me, I didn't get that, that at all from that, him. That, that, I don't know. Like I said, maybe we watched two different things. No, we I definitely watched the I same thing, but I didn't we like are that, interpreting that, it completely that, differently. That body language that, that Katie what, gave me, I didn't like. If I'm what, a Nets what, fan, like you're a Nets fan, Dylan, like. What line should you take at this point? I expect you, you to say I expect you to take this line and take the whole like hope springs eternal thing because what what is the what is the the alternative? Well, no, so I could very much so be like the Jet fan in me and say blow it all up. <laughs> but but you but you but you can't say blow it all up because yeah, I can. that means but no no because what does blow it all up mean for the Nets right now? That means you're admitting that this whole thing was a failure. Well, Roz, I don't know if you know this or not. Like at the end of the day, like if that if that were to happen, it were to happen, and there's a world very much so where you do blow it all up. But the thing about it is, is like you guys had a chance to blow it all up, and again, this is another half measure. I'm telling you, like Kyrie's not going to be there next year. He's not going to be there next year. I don't and, even know what, and he's not going to be there next year. It's and I'm I, I would go as far as saying that. And it'll get to the point, barring a championship, where if they don't win it this year, they're going to not even want to play with each other. So it's either yeah, one or the other. Said, that's what I got from it. To, <laughs> that's, but that, I didn't saying, get that at all. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that that's what they said, right? No, I'm, I'm saying not saying that you. That is what's to come. If they don't win the championship this year, that means that they've pretty much gone almost a full four years of the contract initially signed, and they've won nothing, mm-hmm. right? And I think it takes a toll over time, and it compounded mm-hmm. everything that's happened. I think they look at each other at the end, and they say, yo, bro, we tried. No hard feelings. You go I your think way. I go my way. 
and I think the Nets lost out on their opportunity. I think right? they pulled out early, yeah. Their only shot with this is if the Nets are awful. I don't think the Nets will be awful, though. And that's why I think the Nets lost on the opportunity because those guys are hoopers. They're going to hoop. But what's going to happen is, is they're going to go win the playoffs. They're not going to win a championship. The moment they don't win the championship, they're not going to be together anymore. Whether Kyrie goes to the Lakers or not is, is not even the issue. It's we can't. This this hasn't worked. The the writing we went on the, to the wall well for, too many times. The writing on the wall for me was this offseason. Like I like the like I, I play with you um all the time about how I felt like you guys were about it. We're gonna you know, start the season with nobody on um, for the Nets, right, Dylan? But but I feel like the writing on the wall was definitely like what was the 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 jack move? What was the what was the rules for it? Like they just made this big hoopla of a thing, and all Kevin Durant had to say about it that I'm just um I'm happy that they um they saw value in by not letting me go. It's like why did you? That's not all he said. No, I'm 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 sticking to that soundbite on for a reason because it's like why? What was the point of making this huge hoopla of a thing, saying that I want to trade? It's either me or coaching and ownership and stuff like that. Like why make this whole big of a thing, and then plan on staying, and then making this a very toxic, even more toxic environment? It's like. If, if you don't already have the idea of saying, you know what, we know that eventually we're just going to, like, blow this thing. I think it, it goes back to what I've been saying since this whole thing started. I've been very consistent on my stance on this since it started. Whether nobody believes it's not, it goes back to Roz pretty much guaranteeing that neither one of these guys are going to be on the team once the season starts, and here we are, right? And I think it goes back to I, this is very much so a ploy to try to hold these guys accountable and to make the moves that he wants. I don't think it was very much so a power play in a sense, but it was a, hey, get your shit together or I'm gone. Because I, I very but, much so felt that the organization was like in this weird spot last year, especially going into the playoffs. No moves were made. This was done yeah. over the offseason and no moves were made. Nothing. None. Like, nothing has been No done. moves were made at all. None. What None, has changed zero. from what he's what, what has changed from what he's actually been requested over the offseason? Nash is still the coach. Cy is still here. Yeah, well, Cy's the, the owner. Cy's not gonna sell. The I'm saying I'm saying, but Marsh is still the, the GM. Kyrie's still on the team. The team is Simmons the same. is still on the, the team. team. The team is still the same. This all happened in the offseason. The, the team is not the same. The team is not the same. But from what he asked for, right? What, well, we don't even know what he really asked for. So you don't think that's he really went and told Cy it's it's Marks and Nash or him? You don't think that that was true? I've never said that wasn't true. So I just if, don't know if, what the end game was for that move. I don't know what the end game is for that. But if we would if we were to go off the fact that that was true, then he's accomplished nothing in that action, and we don't know why he did that. No, if, we don't know. We don't know anything. Anyway. But then we're sitting here speculating on what may or may not be a reason or anything like that. Where it's all from what I understand. It was about organizational moves as far as like the uh, assistant coaches all being let go yeah, without saw, really being, without yeah, being consulted that. really at all. Uh, the front office positions all like being up in the up in the flux and completely changing and nobody really knowing why was happening. Kyrie Irving not just being given his contract the way he should have just been given. It didn't seem like the organization was committed to like keeping things going and going in a certain direction. 
And that's what the major thing was like, what are we doing? I committed for four years to not be a part of a rebuild. I committed to four years to compete and play basketball competitively. And if you're going to move on from coaching staff, move on from front office people and not extend the important guys or keep the guys who are supposed to be here on the team, which stems from, Hey, the group that we had last year, the James Harden's, the Kyrie Irving's, all those guys, we were all supposed to stay together and move and we moved on. It's weird because they're weird because they're all weird. The roster is better than it has been since he's been here. Except for the bigs. We suck at big right now. I mean, but, but I mean, like, no, I'm not. That's me nitpicking. But I mean, Alex, Kevin Durant like, trying to go anywhere else, but, it doesn't make sense. But, I mean, the team is better, I think, overall than when he got here. So, it's like, it's even weirder now because, you know, like, about him complaining about how the roster and how it's constructed. And, you know, if he doesn't like Nash, he's still with Nash, right? So, I'm thinking, like, for I me, also I think, still like, think Nash gets fired halfway through the season. Well, I think (laughs) – so here's the thing. Where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And if Nash is fired, that means the team is bad. And if the team is bad – Not necessarily. I, I don't I don't I don't know how you I don't know how you fire Steve Nash yeah. if the team well, isn't bad. Yeah, what's the consensus? What's the reasoning? There's no it has to be only because the team is not performing and they're not performing because they're bad. I think and it's it, well, I think there's a way if the Nets are in a bunch of close games, I feel like there's a way that they're just gonna be like, you know what, we're not performing the way we need to perform, where we should be absolutely running through teams. So you so you think but, they they're gonna pull a home uh what's that? Um, Cavs coach. They're gonna yes, pull I think they're wow. gonna pull a, a David Blatt. I don't think though. I don't think they'll do that because they have more respect for um for Steve Nash than they did for Blatt because he did nothing for them yet. But I don't think it would be Marks doing it. But what I'm saying, like, it's but gonna take. I, think I don't know. Dylan, I don't. Something. I don't think. I don't think that KD is on size good side right now. So for him to turn around and just do what KD said, side. yeah, just side. Uh, I don't know. Like without already, without the team being bad, uh, without the team being bad, like because it's going to be nearly like it's going to be nearly impossible for the team to come out and just be flat. The, side, Nets, the Nets are not unless going they to be are bad. exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be nearly impossible for the Nets to be come They're out and be flat. Not going to be bad. It would have to be at nobody's shooting well. Rotations are bad. Defense is just and trash. I that's enough. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, I think they're not going to win a championship, and I think they're just going to part ways. And this I think that's gonna what's going to happen. I feel but like then you lose out on all the value. It's going to be a waste of time. This is going to yes, be a waste of time. You lose out on the value. But that's where we disagree because I, the Nets aren't going to get rid of Durant. No, they're not going to get rid and of then Kyrie's if Durant. But Kyrie's not going to go. He's gonna Kyrie walk. doesn't want to be anywhere else. And that can only be, and that can only be proven by things that Kyrie has said, not what anybody else but, but is listen, saying. But what, what has Kyrie done has in said. his career, though? What has Kyrie He's, done? I don't understand how that impacts whether he wants to stay on the team that he continuously is saying that he wants to play for. Not to speak no, but, for Ryan, but I think Kyrie, what we're saying is Kyrie's had a history of saying one thing and then doing another. Correct. So correct, his word correct. is kind of wishy-washy. Correct. He That's told so, like he could say that, but he has told the Lion Boston. But when it came to Boston, you saw him change his tone throughout the season. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Whereas but I didn't here, believe him he, when he said that. <laughs> nobody did, to be fair. 
except for Boston fans, and they're still butthurt about Boston it today. Fans. Go, go see fucking Blackheart. Still butthurt about it. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> but with the Nets, he's been incredibly consistent with his take and what he's doing. It's but not like with Boston season. as he's for. All I can speak for this season is what has been presented to me from Kyrie's agent and what Kyrie has said, which is Kyrie Irving is prepared to play in Brooklyn continue going forward mm-hmm. with Kevin Durant or without Kevin Durant. I think Kyrie Irving is in probably the catbird seat. I think with the lifting of the vaccine mandate in New York and him taking this one-year deal, I think Kyrie Irving realizes that he has a chance to still secure his bag and get a chance to actually choose where he wants to go. And at the beginning of this, there was a lot of pressure for him to go with the Nets. And I feel like the fact that he didn't take that money is 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 very Well, the telling. contract was bullshit. I mean, but the thing about it is is he could have just been like like you can't you can't just you can't disregard the type of person Kyrie Irving is. And everything that we've seen from him as a player and the actions that he that he's shown as as just the person he is in general in the public. You don't think Kyrie Irving is behind the scenes telling people, yo, these guys ain't even gonna they're gonna try to tell me that they're gonna give me a partially guaranteed contract. Well, so I after him getting that contract, I I agreed, but at the time I was like, it's stupid for Kyrie to sign that, but it's a great deal for the Nets if he were to sign it, right? But what happens if he signs that contract and then the the maxi the vaccine mandate comes back? No, it's, Which, it's not. It's not going to come back. But what if it does? Because we saw in the last two years them lift mask mandates and then put them immediately back once flu season comes up. Then he's not coming back. Then again, then if that if that back. happens, then he's not coming back. But why would he sign that contract if well, that is a possibility? But if the Nets offered him a regular contract, he signs it. Oh, what's he trying to say? Oh, I'm, so yeah. But there's a not, lot of teams that are I don't think are going to take the risk on Kyrie. I doubt it. I I, I don't I do think, a, think lot a lot of te- teams. I think that the amount of teams is going to be much lower than people think. I highly doubt that he won't get an offer though. I I think he's going to get a few offers. If he's going to get offers, it's going to be offers from these teams that are like horrible looking to sell seats. Yeah, well, it's, it's only going to be a handful of teams. Because even Kyrie said, he's like, when it came down to like looking for a trade request, what were the offers like? He was like, there were offers, but there weren't many. Well, it's different because he'll be a free agent this time and then they can negotiate, right? So it's different when you're under contract and you're absorbing that and you have to fall under salary cap rules. Things change in the offseason and people get moved and et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I think what happens is if they don't win a championship, Kyrie walks. Does he come to the Lakers? I would love it. I don't think so. <laughs> but I believe that if – You would want that, wouldn't you? Of course. He does. He's been trying to will into existence and uh, start my misery early. If Chris, Paul, if Chris Paul can play and not that not that and still command like a high salary at his yeah. age and him being – you know, like as far as like with with the him and Kyrie are both dynamic talents. Kyrie has a championship pedigree. Kyrie's been there. Kyrie's also been Batman and he can do all these other things like that. Don't be surprised if Kyrie is slotted in one of these places that are either up and coming from this past season that's going to go by or they give him to or he goes and signs with the Lakers. I just don't think that all the stuff that we heard is just all just like. 
just just smoke. It's just like just smoking mirrors. I think there's a lot of truth to everything that we heard out of that. You know, like people's careers are on the line in the media. You know, what I'm saying nationally. And yes, they yeah, do but, get it uh, wrong. But here's the thing: they, there's a lot of stuff that they, goes wrong. They do get it wrong. A they lot do get it wrong. But there was a lot of people who do get it right a lot of times that were literally saying, "This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm doing. Right? Like this is what we're hearing that's going down." And we'll see. But I think the Nets are not going to be trash. But I think I don't think the, I don't see the Nets winning the championship. But if the Nets win the championship, they're running it back. That's a fact, Jack. They're I, running it back. I also think they just run it back regardless. There's no way they don't run it back unless there's just no playoff appearance or a sweep again. Uh, we'll see. And I don't well, see a sweep. Well, well, we 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 still got time to sit and marinate on this because our NBA preview show is still a few weeks away. If they keep the roster the way it is, we're gonna get swept. We need bigs. Come on, Dwight Howard. Let's go. <laughs> but uh shout out to the season starting it's like it's gonna be crazy i know 30 days man crazy yeah preseason starts this by the time we come back next week i believe preseason when i've started in the nba yeah i'm gonna treat it like i'm gonna treat it like you mike i ain't watching the preseason for the nba yeah, i ain't watching i can care i, I can care less about preseason, preseason. nfl sure i can do that of course no i can't do that NBA, either. i can't do it i can't do it but I mean, like, yeah, man, like, it's it's gonna go down. It's gonna go down. It's gonna be awesome. Where's I can't Mello wait. Land? Where's what? Where's Mellow gonna land? Uh, I'm hearing Boston. Hmm? I'm hearing Boston land? or Brooklyn. Maybe. Brooklyn has has pumped the tires on him because they're looking for somebody who's gonna be a more vocal leader, and Mellow hasn't been that in the last couple of years. But I'm hearing Boston to replace Gallinari. But with the Ime Udoka shit happening, I don't know if what's going to happen. Gallo had the knee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So I think Boston is going to be the most sense unless he just says, hey, let's run it back in L.A. But I'm not sure. But everything I'm seeing is posting is like Boston. Can I? Man. Can I? Can I give like a um? Can I give like a, a shameless plug right now? Go ahead. Sure. Shout out to the newly AL East champion New York Yankees, man. <laughs> you know, like, let's go. <laughs> happening in real time. Happening in real time. And Mike, I I understand. I get it. I'm not even going to say nothing. All I'm going to say is, is, well done, gentlemen. I'm super happy that they were able to do <laughs> that. They, they they did it. It's been a long. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Two you guys on the show have no idea the fights all season long. The best part Ron about it is me and Mike get to tag out because now me and Roz are having these same fights about the Jets. I'm, <laughs> I'm tagging out and I am thoroughly enjoying <laughs> watching you and Roz fight about the Jets because what I will say season. is what I will say is the record that the Yankees have against the Baltimore Orioles this year is why we're where we're at. It's like the canary in the coal mine, right? 
It's the Oriole in the coal mine. <laughs> oh, my they, Lord. That's the greatest they, rivalry in they, sports. They, 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 I have smoke, no idea how much I'm rooting for the Orioles the to make Orioles. the playoffs. Mike, can you stop? I want them to make the playoffs so bad just to shut Roz up. Just please, Baltimore. Even because, you know, hey, hey, the Guardians are probably going to wipe the floor with them. But still. what you asked for. Careful what you... Mike, I need you to stop putting this bad energy into the fucking world. Yeah, be careful what you ask for. Mike, what in what world do we live in? If the Orioles make the playoffs, we have to face them and they beat us. We wouldn't have to play them until the ALCS. So in I know so what saying that you're telling me that the Baltimore Orioles are gonna beat the Houston Astros in a best because you're putting it into the universe, that's exactly what's going to happen. You can never say everyone baseball either. And if that happens, Mike. I'll never it's like, forgive you. I, 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 you and Billy King, it's on site. It's on site. It's on site. You and Billy King, I see you walking around. So I said, I don't, I'm, not saying, I'm not putting nothing out there. All I'm saying is I'm so happy that the Yankees <laughs> had, had, had a winning record. You can record. never say that with baseball. Mike's out that here playing with fate. Mike is playing with fate. The Yankees, Don't I, let I Rod scare make y'all scared the of the Yan- Baltimore the Orioles. Mike, I mean, stop playing with your food. Mike loves to be let down. That's why he loves Baltimore. <laughs> I'm sitting here worried. I'm sitting here worried about the Yankees playing the Mariners. That's what I'm worried about. Mike well, everyone's, loves it. everyone's afraid of the Mariners. Mike loves to give these high hopes in these scenarios that he think is just an automatic wash, and then. <laughs> Overly, um, overly let down when something Listen, like that. I don't, I don't expect the Orioles to make the playoff, but it would but be hilarious. They do? As much shit as Ross talks about the Orioles, for the <laughs> Orioles to make the playoffs. That all would I make said, my day. all I said was the Orioles. You right? hate all I said the was the Yankees. Unknown have a, have a winning record against the Orioles, and it just so happens that it's. Followed by the AL East championship crown that we now wear as an organization. Could be a coincidence. A coincidence, right? Not Could the fact be a that coincidence. the Yankees were off to a historically great start. Couldn't be that. It's because we beat the Orioles that we're sitting here today. I didn't say that. I'm just saying, like, they beat the Orioles during that historic So stretch, those right? losses that we had to the putrid <laughs> Oakland A's a couple weeks ago, that don't matter now, right? That don't mean Reds. nothing. Don't forget the Reds. the Reds. That don't to mean play, nothing, right? To play, that to play, to play. Oh no, those are horrendous. To play devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> to, play, to play devil's advocate about <laughs> you know who those horrendous Okanes were consistently during the season? season. Those big bad Houston Astros. The only team that gave them, the only team that, you can look it up, the only team that gave them fits this year, really, were the Oakland Athletics. Ran them out of Oakland multiple times. But, you know, again, as long as we beat the Orioles, we have a winning record. As long as we beat the Orioles, all is right in the world. Congratulations. Congratulations. Seattle beating our brains in a couple of weeks ago, and the fact that we never seem to beat Houston. As long Seattle's as we beat Baltimore, it's okay. 
Seattle's an issue, but guess what? The reason why the magic number went from seven or six just a few days ago to magically one in a span of a few days is because the division people, the division teams were beating on each other's brains out, and the Yankees came in and beat the and division eight team. in a row? Because the Yankees and, won eight in a row? Maybe that against, could have something against, to do with against it? Who? <laughs> against who? Against who? Tampa and uh-huh. – and, well, Toronto now, and, and we just beat the brakes off of Boston, which did my heart good. And what do they all have in common? And, and Pittsburgh. And, are, and what do the majority of the teams have in common? Divisional opponents are us. Oh, okay. All right, cool. You still worried about that Astros game that they got their heads kicked yes. in before? The most important yes. game of the season. The yes. most important game of the season? Yes, <laughs> I am actually still it's on my mind still because we're going to have to see them. Okay, are we AOE's champions? Yes, we are. Are we AOE's champions? Wait, did you guys sent it today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are we AOE's champions because we lost to the Astros? Because we lost to the Astros? Are we AOE's champions because we lost to the Astros? No. No, the answer is no. No. In the grand scheme of things, does that does that series matter? Okay, Ross. All right. But guess what does matter? The eight-game winning streak we went against Boston, Tampa, and Toronto, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's because the division games always mean more when you're trying to win your division. Always. If the Yankees lost every single game against the Houston Astros and destroyed every single team in their division, they would still be AOE's champions. Hence why, hashtag, beat the Orioles. <laughs> hey, the greatest glad, rivalry in sports. Glad you the Orioles. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to the New York Junkies for beating the Toronto Blue Jays and winning the AL East Championship. Start spreading the news, everybody. Start spreading the news. Wow. Good days, good days, good times rolling. <laughs> well, so, what are these playoffs here? What? I'm sorry. What, what's the uh, what's the MLB playoff bracket looking like right now? Uh, uh, it's still very much up in the air, actually. Still very much. Okay. You know what? The sick, only thing though? that's settled is that the Dodgers are oh, unbeatable. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah, yeah. They, 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 I know they clinched the conference, right? They, they want like, the, yeah. the Cardinals clinched the division tonight. The Braves oh, okay. tonight. The Mets the lost tied it to up. the Marlins. The Braves tied it up tonight. But the Mets, the Mets clinched a playoff spot already, though. I the Mets that. are in the playoffs, but they haven't clinched the division. But the Do the Astros clinch the conference yet? Not yet. No. The oh, Yankees, Yankees are on this tonight. winning streak. So they oh, you guys can still catch them. I mean, we can. It's not likely, but we, we can still catch them. <laughs> Mathematically, you can still catch Ma- them. mathematically we can still catch them, but they're they're not going to lose to the Angels. Imagine if the Mets are in a wild card series. I think that would be even that would be more wild. Wild. I think that'd be yeah, even more wild than them winning the division. Because them, them and the Braves are neck and neck. Right now. Queens yeah. would be on fire. That game is going to be crazy. Well, you know that the the playoff format is different this year. Yeah, what's really? the new playoff format again? I I keep forgetting. Like, so it's going to be the top two seeds get a bye to yes. the divisional okay. series. And okay. then 
the number three the number three division team plays that third wild card team in a best of three, and then the four. Oh, and it's five, a best of three. It's a best of three now, and the oh. four and five play a best of three, and of that best of three is only in one ballpark. There's no travel. Now it's a best. Oh, of three. only in one ballpark. Only in one ballpark. Oh. You don't get a home wow. game. So there's not doing that bullshit one game wild card crap anymore. Nope. Is nope. It, I mean, bullshit. Them, them games was fun. I yeah, hated that, that was, shit, man. That was is stress. Now, nah, do you is know how much it sucked to win all those? I think there was one team up there that uh, like 100 games and lost, like the first game. Like, oh, uh, see the Yankees last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. If Garrett Cole doesn't <laughs> shit the bed, who knows what could have happened. So, but, so. Um, is it a neutral site or is it just like no? It'll be in the higher. Seed. It'll be in the higher seeds uh, ballpark. Oh man, that's gonna be rough. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be. Well, well, you guys should have a first round bye. I mean, I'm talking about we clinched the, the bye tonight. We clinched the yeah. bye. Oh, okay, clinched the bye tonight. Okay. We clinched the bye tonight. Would it, be, would it be three in Queens if that's the case? Yes. Yes. Ooh, it's it's very good. it's highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely that the Mets. One way or another, don't get home field in that whatever their first round is. Like if they lose the, that, the Mets would have to lose man. the rest of their games, and like the Phillies and the Brewers would have to win the rest of their games for the Mets to start on the road. So if the Mets are going to be home. Game, it's just a matter game. of are they playing the best of five or are they playing the best <sighs> of three? If they lose that division, that's that's terrible. I mean, that's it, would, it would suck if they lost the division. But the Braves are on fire, and the Braves could. The Braves could win the chip, so let's let's not act like the Braves are trash. Like I mean, Acuna hit two home runs, I think tonight. Yeah, Some crazy did, thing a, like that. He hit a bomb, and the Phillies lost to the Cubs. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, so Roz, the Cubs are not in the Phillies division, but that hurt a lot, badly, <laughs> badly. If the Phillies would beat the Marlins and the other teams, then it wouldn't matter. Exactly. The Bre- the Brewers have one game <laughs> left against the Cardinals, and then they have four against the Marlins. You know how big that four game series against the Marlins is for the Brewers? They oh, have well, to I'm beat saying. them, dudes. I'm just saying, though, like you know, it's different though in their particular case because they don't have any more divisional opponents, though, right? Yeah, and it's it's a very tight season, and at the end, yeah, it's different. Are they going to still get the? Are they still going to make the playoffs? They still going to be in the dance. The Brewers, the if, they, if they if they win, they still gonna be in a dance, right? I mean, if do they have any more divisional like games? They, they have play? one. They have one game left against the Cardinals tomorrow. Okay, and I mean, like that's that's probably more important than the uh, the rest of the games if you have them each individually against each other. That has more weight. Just can't it say it's situations dictate. Just can't. Oh, no, it it's not, it's because. <laughs> Just can't let it go, can you? We did, we did this already. It, hashtag, is, is, the, all I want you to say is that the, the for Orioles. the Brewers, hashtag this series the against the Marlins is go, the series of the season. For them. Here we go, Dylan. <laughs> Here we go. I can't, why can't we just enjoy? Why can't we just enjoy the Yankees winning the AL championship? 
<laughs> you see what I'm awesome. doing, guys? I'm drawing a circle. <laughs> because this is all we're doing. That's all we're doing in circles. The beat the Diamondbacks. You guys have clasped hands, and you guys are just taking a stroll. You guys are just walking in circles. Orioles. That's all I said. This is they're in a, a never-ending roundabout. Neither one is taking the exit. They're just in a roundabout. We basically just took the Instagram <laughs> chat and brought it to the pod. That's pretty much what we did. It's a oh. roundabout. You guys know the roundabout by the in the beach in West Haven, right by uh, Riptide, by yeah. Old Oyster River Tavern. That's what this argument is. This the is just a, a roundabout. The Yankees are ALEs champions. It's, it's hell, but you guys just keep matters. going in circles. <laughs> the Yankees are ALEs champions and in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Still That's- can't beat the Astros. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get In the time that you guys have <laughs> constantly talked in the in circles, I have curled my mustache up like the Monopoly man. <laughs> hilarious. So, that is hilarious. <laughs> uh yeah. So the uh what was it? So in the National League it's down to the Padres, the Bra- I mean, the Braves are gonna clinch. I mean, it's it's down to the Phillies, the Padres, and the Brewers. Three teams, two spots. They're separated by two games, with nine to go. Padres uh, are third. The Padres are right now the they have the second wild card. Oh Yo, man, free my boy, free my man, ninety nine man. Pitch to that man. <laughs> Word, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Free my man, well, ninety nine, man. I or hope with the Yankees clinching that maybe nobody, maybe somebody will pitch guy. to him now. Four walks <laughs> is crazy. Nobody wants to be the guy. Nobody. Wants he had to he had five plate appearances tonight. He went over one, like four what? walks. <laughs> four walks. They walked him four times. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. treatment. Yo, what kind of bullshit is that? Nobody so wants to be the team. I told Dylan I was wa- we were watching it live on our pre pre show meeting, and I was like, "Oh, it looks like Aaron Judge is finally just getting sick of it. And he's just swinging at anything." And then they just started not even throwing anything close that he could even take bad swings at, and he still <laughs> walked. He still said, he was no, all two, and he still we're walked. scratching him off. This tonight he scratched. That's it. Yeah, we're not even worried about him. He's just gonna get on base. Yeah, scratched. Like it's. I was telling Mike, I was like, we might as well should just be trying to play the Red Sox for the rest of the season because Alex Cora is the only manager with any balls is gonna have his pitchers come and try to throw him something. They they actually kind of threw to him. Some of because Alex Cora is gonna be like, fuck you, like we hate you. Let's let's ruin your batting average. Let's ruin everything. Let's take and the that's what crown it was. Away they're trying you. to they're trying to get that triple crown away from him. So yeah, let's take the triple crown away from you. But uh, if you hit yeah, the home run, I you mean, hit the home run. I thought so we only... they're gonna do Judge dirty. But yeah, it's, I, mean... I, I said I'd do the same thing. There is still light at the end of the tunnel because after they play Toronto, they do play Rod's favorite team, the Orioles, and Judge has historically just murdered oh, the Orioles. <laughs> so that's a big pitch to there is light at the if end of the tunnel. If they pitch to him, yeah. if they pitch to him, we're talking. That's and the Orioles and the Orioles are fighting for a playoff spot. So, I mean, I say just pitch to him, get the home run over with, and then now you can just pitch. 
Yeah. Once he hits, yeah, once he hits it, it'll it'll lighten up once he gets it. Ah, because then he then he owns it. But he needs sixty-one ties. Yeah, he needs sixty-two. Yeah, sixty-one ties. Nobody's gonna want to pitch one. I think he steals. I think he steals one from Toronto. I think if we have any more, games I would have loved for him to do it against more. Boston. I, I, I think they would against Boston. Oh, I want him to so, do it against so Boston the, so bad. No, nah, but there might there might be a good chance he does against the Orioles because they have something to play for. Yeah. So there's a so there's two records going on, right? It's a Yankees record and it's the own league record, right? Yeah, L. It's, it's, the, the, L it's right. one of the same league records. Yeah, the, it's one, the one in the same. It's the same. It's the same. It's the clean record. But he's also yeah. going for the triple crown, which is that is also what he's just going for, unbelievable so, that he's going for the triple crown. So it, which which ball is more valuable for the home run? Definitely sixty-two. Oh, 62. 62. by sixty-two ball. is the one they're going to try to put in Cooperstown. Yeah. No, I, I get that. What I'm saying is 62 is um is what record again? The home clean run. home run the record. Clean, clean home, home run record. record. Now, say he gets to 62, and then he gets three more this season and gets to 65. Which ball holds more value? 62. 62. 62. 62. 62. 62. It's the same thing with Juan, though. Like, you know, like that, that one day he broke it. Is worth that 70 first, yet. yeah, that 71 yeah. is worth more than that 73. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's crazy is that if he wins the triple crown and breaks the record, you it might be the greatest it individual might be season the greatest for individual season for hitter ever, though. You can it's make that there. argument though. No, I think you can make For a power that hitter to be leading the league in fucking uh every average as well in every major category. That's and not break supposed the to happen. Clean record. That's that's the greatest that's the greatest that's the greatest season the greatest. ever. Well you know that the, the baseball nerds will come out well, Ted like oh Ted Williams hit four one in nineteen <laughs> on the contrary or Tani's war at the same time. <laughs> not only is batting this much and hit who gets no respect runs, by the way also has no, ten he wins. He gets he a ten No, not not in this group. I don't hear nobody talking about well, so the, the thing is, we have the guy who's actually the MVP. Otani's unbelievable, but like they don't win games. The Yankees aren't in At the all. situation we're in right now if Aaron so, Judge Anthony, isn't playing. Fuck right? Otani. Otani is the Steve Nash to Stolen Kobe's MVP. That's why. <laughs> That's why. We can't let that happen again. Yeah. <laughs> why? We can't let that happen. The problem so, is. They need to create a different thing for Otani because nobody else is doing what he's doing. Don't speak Otani's name too much, man, because they're going to try to find a reason to just, like, throw the, the monkey. At this right. point, at baseball, this point, like I told Dylan last week, at this point, if it's not unanimous, it's insulting. Because, like, yeah, and it's it, just and wrong. It won't be, and it won't be because baseball writers hate doing unanimous things. They just hate it. Yeah. They hate There's, like, some random guy that's like, whoa. Otani is doing, the, but here's the I, thing: even I'm with advanced metrics, even with advanced <laughs> metrics, even with advanced metrics, I think a lot of angels hate. Uh, <laughs> judges' season is still like with most advanced metrics better than Otani's. Yeah. The thing about judges' season is it's it's if he breaks the record and wins the triple crown, I think even from advanced metrics. It lets you know it's the greatest offensive season in the history of baseball. It's already top 20. It's already top 20. That's top guaranteed. 10. Right? 
it's definitely the best walk year you've ever seen for in baseball. And you can argue for possibly any of the major sports. Like what kind of walk year is that? Like, like what kind of walk year is that? And to make even it crazier, he's also setting the table for home on record, triple crown world series and world series MVP. Then that's one of the greatest seasons in sports he, history. History, yeah. He's able to that's get the crazy crown, the home run record in World Series MVP and the Yankees win the chip. That man's gonna get a four hundred million dollar contract. And he deserves it. I say five hundred. No, he'll he'll probably crack half a billy. Yeah, he'll crack five hundred. <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll be like, you see Mike Trout's contract? Yeah, let me get one of these. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be Sports Illustrated Man of the Year. Like he's gonna be, that's he's that's gonna almost be statue like, for the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that no, one year statue. is like worth. He's gonna get a bright check for him. He's the that is a bright check. That is statue. And if the Yankees don't sign him after all of that, <laughs> the Yankees <laughs> will literally be how will literally be ran out of the city. They will set Yankee Stadium on fire. They will literally <laughs> will burn that place to the ground. They will, riot. they will riot in the stadium like you've never seen before if the man accomplishes everything and that I, we're I saying. I feel bad for whoever would have to replace him. him. It would already he happen now. To play right field is getting booed every time he comes yeah. to the plate. And, it and it's crazy. It might and be it's crazy. Yeah, it's already going to happen now if they don't sign him. You want <laughs> to know who the next captain could be, and he's, he's in right front in front of, of you. you. He's in front of you doing it. And for all the terrible albatross contracts, this is the one the Yankees want to die on the hill on. All the albatross <laughs> contracts. They're like, oh, my God, we can't possibly give another albatross contract to Aaron <clears throat> Judge. Yeah. But you can give one to Carl Bovano, Kevin Brown. <laughs> oh. You can give it to people who have AJ Burnett. Oh, a- at least AJ won a chip. At least AJ I mean, Burnett like, was like important on that staff. Oh, yeah, series he run. won a chip. Bad. But there's a few other guys. Giambi at his end was terrible. Giambi's contract was terrible. A Rod's contract was A Rod's re up was ungodly. We're still on A Rod. A Rod's re up was horrible. Like even the end of text was terrible. There was just a bunch of there's a bunch of contracts where you're just like, geez, man, I can't wait to the Yankees. But like, how long? Jacoby Ellsbury, like Jacoby all these guys, contract, I think in Yankee history. Like, all these guys that they have given out these contracts to, this is the time where they want to put their foot in the all the no more, no more. I think that's, but I think I think you answered your own, I think you answered your own question though. You shall not lie now. You shall not. <laughs> you have to start somewhere. Shit. It's the yeah, it'll be the biggest now. bag fumble of all time. It'd be the biggest the bag Yankees. fumble. And Anthony, let me be honest with you. Here's why I'm telling you this because sure. the Yankees will do under how they will let Aaron Judge walk and then turn around and say we don't have any star power and give Glaber Torres $300 million. That's what we're – this is the table. This is, this is what's – this is why it's I'm like – It's a nightmare I do they, not want to live. They can't do this. They can't do this. <laughs> and they and this all could have gone away if they, if they just offered him a decent contract this first time, and now they, yeah. they could easily save themselves $200 million. <laughs> Did he specifically say he wants to test free agency? 
No, he's no, not he just he just wants to get his contract. He'd be a fool not to. And and if he decided that he was just gonna take he if he after a World Series win, right? Let's say we live in a world where the Yankees just won the World Series. He's celebrating. He stops. He goes to Hal's office and says, "This is my number." And they just say, "Yeah." Then that's the only way that you don't test free agency. It's the only way. I don't even think he, I don't even think even if even if he could do that, I don't think he would. I don't think he because, would either. Like at this point, like I said, I would even argue even if they don't win a World Series, but definitely if they win a World Series, he's gonna just and I'm Aaron Judge. I'm just gonna just every time the Yankees come with a number, I'm just gonna say higher. <laughs> higher. <laughs> higher. <laughs> More, higher, higher, more, higher. <laughs> higher. Until until literally, Hal says, "I well, literally um, can't. <laughs> we literally don't have any money. Like the salary cap starts getting like an issue now. Where he's like, I have to pay a hundred million dollars over. The-. Even then, I'm like higher because I honestly, <laughs> if he wins a World Series and World Series MVP, Steve Cohen is going to, to throw everything at him." Steve Cohen is going to literally do – he's going to – he is going to do ungodly things. He's going to be willing to do anything legally in his power as an owner. Is that the Mets guy? Give Aaron yeah. Judge, yeah. Yes, yeah. To give Aaron Judge that money. That's a world I don't want to live in. Literally. That's a world <laughs> I don't That's a world want to live in. That's a world I want to live in where I have to see Aaron Judge and them ugly Playing fucking queens. right. Uh, and the Dodgers. If he goes to the Dodgers or the or the Mets, Dodgers I'm, can afford it too. I'm yeah, the Dodgers can afford it. So can the Yankees. Like, I, yes. I, I, like, <laughs> I, like, nah, that's the worst the part about this. Is Dodgers and the Mets. There's three teams: Dodgers, yeah, Mets, Judge on the Dodgers, the Dodgers, Mets, and Boston. He goes yeah. to any of those teams. They're saying I'm the Giants physically too. sick. Yeah, I'm physically because from the Bay Area. He's gonna go be out. He's gonna give us the um. He's gonna give us. Just, I've been saying this all season. He's gonna give us the um, the home run record, and if we make it to the World Series, and he's gonna get the MVP, we're gonna win a chip, and he's gonna go to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. Yeah, Boston, yeah, we yeah we didn't sign Mookie, but Aaron, come on over. <laughs> You love yeah, that. You love yeah. that short porch of right field. Every time you hit the a bouncer over there, it's a double. So come on. <laughs> oh man, Roz, at this point in time, happen. man, all right, we're here. Ten year max deal. You ready for it? You gotta do well, it. Whatever, whatever. I, I, I feel like I have to worry about the postseason and then Aaron Judge, like literally right after. Like, I mean, no, I think no, we've been worried about Aaron Judge immediately. We've been worried about Aaron Judge since the season started. <laughs> now, I mean, right at, now, <laughs> at this point, James, who are you sacrificing? Right, like what? You're sacrificing Glaber Torres. You're sacrificing DJ LeMayu. You're sacrificing Josh Donaldson. <laughs> You're sacrificing. <laughs> what? Who are you sacrificing? No, but I'm, I'm Ross. Like, yeah, no. DJ care. can go, and Donaldson can care. get the hell out. Yeah. We got, we got, got. Bring up the young guys. That's how the I Yankees care. were building the '90s. Let's do it. We and got, we, got we got our got shortstop of the future. Yeah, hitting got, the brakes off the ball right now. Oh, so what? The Yankees are above. DJ can go. Up. Bringing up some hot shot prospects. Why not empty the coffers? Bring up the. Hey, up the that's how we got Judge. You know, DJ sometimes go. we got our center fielder for the future. 
and and uh, Harrison Darth Vader. Vader. Yeah, he can. Darth listen, Vader. Listen, I love a Aaron. He can go. Yeah. I don't Italian, know him, but he can go. DJ can go. Italian can go. No, nah, I don't know, Ross. Tal, no, Ross. I think we need Italian. I think we need if him. It's, if it's Sevi, Aaron I Judge, love Sevi. Sevi is Aaron. If it's Aaron no, Judge, Sevi's a dead guy. Sevi's a dead guy. Sevi's gonna want money. Sevi's literally a dead guy. Sevi can get money after that. Who cares? Like my thing is like. Sevi's a dead guy. Why, what are we Aaron, doing here? Nestor is still Nestor still in arbitration. That's Mike's if guy it, right if it's Sevi and Chris Sevi, Sale are the same person. Sevi They're just dead guy. guys. Sevi is my guy. It's going to be Sevi season in the playoffs. Mike has yes, been. A, yes. has, Mike and then has he's going to be on the IL again. Mike has <laughs> had this affinity for for injured Sevi since he got to the league. <laughs> Sevi's just, Sevi's just a dead guy. Like I don't put any hope into Severino because he's literally just a dead guy. He doesn't play baseball for us. <laughs> he plays baseball, and then he just doesn't play baseball for months plays, at a time. He plays three games, then he's out twenty. He plays two games. He's literally just Chris Sale, except Sevi knows how to ride a bike. That's the only yeah. difference. Like, yeah. my, 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 you can't choose. You can't choose any of those guys over Aaron Judge. I don't care if we have to be. I'm not choosing any of those guys over Aaron terrible. Judge. But I don't care. I'm if saying we have to there's pull. a world where we can have both. I mean, we could, but you know Hal's not going to do that. This is like the worst case scenario for Hal. This is actually the worst case scenario for Hal. We all celebrating and happy and like, yo, this is crazy what he's doing. Hal's sitting there and he's literally crying sweating. into his hundred dollar bill. He is he's literally, he's literally saying, <laughs> he's literally like, I really wanted that yacht, and now I have to sit here and I have to just use my old yacht, and you know, like. Because I was going to take all that money I got from Judge hitting all these home runs, and I have to actually pay him. So, like, there goes there goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. I can't weather this recession like everyone else. You know, even though I this have is what home. it's like being poor. This is what it's like being poor. Dad, Dad never had to deal with this. I'm going to be eating like, you know? spam out of a can for the next month. <laughs> It was like no way, right? After like it's 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 the sickest thing. It's the sickest thing. And the crazy part is, is I didn't even know Aaron Judge had this in him. So in the beginning of the season, I was thinking like it makes sense. Like it just makes sense logistically not to give him the biggest contract ever. But you're not thinking that he's going to break Roger Maris's freaking home run. I didn't think he was going to break and win the triple crown while doing it. I didn't think he was going to triple crown. Me and Mike thought he was going to hit like 270 and just be like keep it moving. But yeah, you know like who wants to give him that money? Home runs, maybe at me the and best. James wanted to give him that money <laughs> off rip last year. Me and James were both like, give it to him right now. Yeah. Well, give see, it to that's him. Different. That's give him whatever different. he wants. Give it to him last year, right? Because that's what smart now. organizations do. But the Yankees always like to say, we're going to give you stuff unless it's completely lopsided to them money-wise. They're gonna they're gonna always wait you out until your arbitration years are. They up. did it to Jeter. They'll they do it to Judge. Do it to Jeter. Like I said, they did it to Jeter. They'll do it to Judge. So there's no difference in that. The only reason why uh, Sevy and Hicks got deals is because it was so below market, right? Sevy's a dead guy. We just didn't know that Sevy literally was made out of paper, and we just didn't know that. <laughs> That that hit that Hicks is probably one of the worst hitters to ever come through Yankee Stadium. We didn't know that. There's no way for them to know that, right? Like this guy was mashing home runs and you know, like 
single-handedly making things, getting stuff done in Cleveland, you're like, oh, this guy is going to be a serviceable center fielder. Then he just forgets how to swing a bat. It's like the craziest thing. And, and then like, Sevy's like literally sitting in his coffin. He's literally. <laughs> <laughs> and Sevy's literally like. He oh, goes and he yeah. tries out coffins to see which one's comfortable yeah, because like, he's a fucking I, dead guy. I, I, pour, <laughs> I poured the Gatorade out the out the out the out the cooler and now my my shoulder feels a little weird and you're like what like how bro like like how is a ten million a year contract when anyone with his talent is making probably like quadruple that not a steal only Severino it's not a steal it's not. <laughs> Like he's making like ten mil. Like, he's human. This is crazy, son. This is, Dead guy. This is crazy. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm. I'm. I'm we're on. We're on for the ride. First things first. We got that. We got that. We got that. That crown. And we're gonna. We're gonna party and celebrate that tonight. And now we just got to get guys healthy. Everyone sits. All the young guys play. Let them. Except for let Judge. Them play. Except for Judge, of course, but. Peraza plays, Cabrera plays, Hater plays. Like, really get these guys, you know, see what you have in them. Super utility kind of guy. See what the bullpen's up to. Get the starting pitching right. Um, don't rest Cole. He doesn't deserve it. Um, <laughs> he doesn't. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde definitely doesn't deserve it. Um, Nestor. Probably deserves it. Definitely deserve it. Well, that's why um, Nestor went on the IL a little while ago. It's just so he didn't yeah. pass his pitch count. I think you don't even pitch Nestor unless it's like weird long, like long relief things or like Nasty whatever. Nestor. Um, Sevy, you have to get him right so he pitches. Tyone, I think you shouldn't pitch him, but you probably J-Mo. will. Jamo's been Jamo's Jamo's been the hero in the past like 10, 15 games. He's been the hero. He's been this the ace that, you know, he's been the, every bit of a number two as you can expect in his last, like, 15 to 20 games. And it was shocking. It's still shocking to see what he did tonight, too. Almost going full, a whole, a whole like, nine innings, getting very close. He's yeah, also I, playing for a contract. Ross, I think, I think Chapman's out of here, man. And Good. And deservedly deserve Good. So. Good. That fucking piece of shit. Chad is the fucking worst. <laughs> Everything, my 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 relationship with Chapman is literally. I feel like every time I watch him pitch, he's either throwing a splitter into the dirt or it's a fucking home run to center field. It's heard, the you worst. Guys have, you guys have heard me screaming from the mountaintop, and I know oh, Mike. I've is been there with you. I've been to, with you to to believe in this man. Believe in nothing. Fuck nothing. Him. I, listen, let him be good Fuck until we go World Series, but he Fuck has him. been absolute dog shit. He's been terrible. I've literally seen him be up three runs in the ninth inning, walk three consecutive batters, seen it. give up a single, and then give up a double, and then lose the game. It and was then, the craziest thing I've ever seen in person from a reliever. The worst I, thing was watching the Orioles game earlier, or the, like the third season of the series of the season, where Chapman walked the winning run and Ross is either having a brain aneurysm because it's just two <laughs> most hated things of all time happening. Chapman sucking against the Orioles. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's like he's literally another guy who's just like. Sucks. 
He's just, just he's not okay. a guy. He just sucks. He's just terrible right now. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to go to another low, low impact team or a team that's not that great. And he's going to get his mojo back, and that's fine. Like you it know, just all sucks because Chapman. we have the two pitchers who seem to be most affected by Spider Tack <laughs> being just taken away <laughs> on from the them. same team on the, on same, the team. same team. Because right before Spider Tack went away last year, uh, was it Chapman was just literally striking out everybody, and, and Garrett Cole was unbelievable. Garrett Cole was literally unhittable, perfect pitching free agency in a long time he got, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, no more Spider Tack. And he all of a sudden he's just like, I don't know why I give up home runs. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> he starts he starts attacking umpires, just doing weird stuff like he's never done. Like he's like, God damn it, Brian! Like what's going on? And I'm just like, All right, like you can yell at Brian, but at the same time, like that was an absolutely shit pitch that you threw to that guy that led to the home run. Like okay. He missed a call. Does that mean you have to throw a fastball right down the plate? No. No, it does not, right? No one's fault was you giving up like five and six home runs in the Cleveland game. That was the worst game I've probably ever seen him pitch. It was unbelievable. You never know what you're getting from him. It's unbelievable. Never know what you're getting from him. I have zero confidence in him in the playoffs. Let me just say that I'm glad you guys have come on the I hate cold train. I've been on this train. I've been on this train. I've been driving this train since they signed him. Uh, <laughs> not since they signed him. No, oh, I, yes, I've been on the train. I wasn't on the train. I'm saying I oh, wasn't on the train have. since they signed because they had Spider Tech. He had, he had all the. Oh, you he know, was great. Like, he was awesome. He was like, yeah, you'll think like he's in that Gidry. It was like the first game to take away Spider Tech. He just like gets shellacked. <laughs> I'm just like, oh boy, this is a problem. <laughs> I just hate yeah. how he looks up it like as if it's just like. I don't understand how I'm giving up home He's runs. He's like a and Muppet. You look at He's his, literally he a Muppet. An awful pitch. It's like they're not hitting it, Garrett, from like their shoe, their <laughs> shoelaces. They're not hitting it like at their eyes. You're literally throwing it down the middle of the plate. Like it's like, how did this happen? It's like you threw a terrible pitch. Like give me so Nestor in all the important games. Like. Give me Nasty Nestor in all the important games because Garrett Cole can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we get the worst version of Garrett Cole. Like, of course, we, we easily. I think we have the worst ace <laughs> when it comes to like starting pitchers. Like, we have the worst caliber ace we could possibly think of. I, I, I literally like see him toe the line, and I'm just like, okay. I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. This And it's like, he goes like, oh, man, Garrett Cole is really mowing him down. He's like 10 strikeouts in like six innings, and all of a sudden he gives up four consecutive bombs. I'm just like, and the score is like 4-2. Just, just don't like, understand how this is happening. What's the point? What's the point? I'm just like, Boone, just take him out right now. It, but it's like the worst time you would ever take out a starter, but it's Garrett Cole. I mean, you hasn't Garrett Cole been, been pulled in the first inning? Yeah. Like, that Cleveland this game. This year, yeah. Was, that Cleveland game was the worst. He, I watched that Cleveland game, and I was like, I'm not going to subject myself to this anymore. I'm just seeing people just launching. It's not even like they're like hitting. like They are launching like 440, 434, like just sending bombs. Him 
like bombs, like bombs. And I'm like, he's given up like five of them. And I'm like, what? I'm like, so yeah. And just like, we're just going to just say, fuck it. No adjustment. I'm just going to just keep pumping out my fastballs. And I'm just going to sit here and be like, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. It just happens. I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. Like, who cares? It's house money. It's house money. <laughs> well, we, we are up against the clock. We were going to uh, introduce a new segment. I mean, I could run through it real quick. Uh, it's been inspired by Dylan's new favorite jet. Uh, but but it's, it's, it will not be him. But the segment is called I'm Him. So who's I'm oh Him God. for the week? Who's I'm Him for the week? Uh, it, like I said, it won't be. That no, can, it's, it's still it's still him. He's because he's him. him. It's, it's him. He's him. Uh, it's, it's absolutely not him. But it, Dylan, who's your I'm him. him for the week? I'm him of the week. Let's go with one LJ Lamar Jackson. Because nice. he is indeed him. <laughs> he is very much so indeed him because he had that Patriots team fucking confused. <laughs> they look like they never seen the likes of him before. <laughs> and that Patriots team is usually a team that plays Baltimore really well. Lamar just ate them up. Ate them up. Fuck you, McCorkle. Today's price <laughs> is not yesterday's price. Pay Lamar. Uh, uh, James, who's who is who's your, him? I'm him. Who's him for the week? Uh, I don't. Uh, Michael Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> that clip would never get old. Never. Those drugs were strong. That. Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that. That was that purest booger sugar right there. But um, I keep on. I mean, I, it's a, it's just it's a thing in the NFL. I, I don't watch the NFL, but I like I see these clips nonstop of all these players that just are screaming, "I'm him!" After a play. Well, it doesn't have to be a football guy. You can pick me, whoever you want. Anybody, anybody, sports, music. Just don't say Brett Favre. <laughs> He's lucky we're out of time because very lucky we're out of time. We'll get his ass next week. <laughs> oh no! I guess I want to be controversial. The I'm him guy, Ime Udoka. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. I don't even know if he's going to elaborate on that. I'm just going to. I don't know who won. Yeah, he's him. He's him this week. Roz, who's who's him this week? (laughs) Who's who's him this week? Uh, I'll take the low hanging fruit here. I'm going to go with Aaron James Judge. I'm going to say Mr. Aaron James Judge as he continues to hold the triple crown edge right now, still holds it currently. Looking to tie to the clean home run record, and uh, you know, the whole world's watching, man. 
you know, the whole world's watching. So he's him for real right now, like legitimate. Bitch, I'm him. Quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, who's who's him this week? I probably say my I'm him is Nick Chubb because he's the one consistent producer on my fantasy team. <laughs> Yeah, he gave me another guy. 113 points, 113 rushing yards, touchdown. Another really solid game on the ground. Like I said, I know I'm going to get something every single week. So that, that's my I'm in. Mm-hmm. I almost said a very bad joke. <laughs> That had to do with yours and James's. <laughs> uh, I also I was I was hoping he was going to break the record, so this would be a very easy. I'm him. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron Judge also, only because they're scared to death to pitch to him. So. Uh-huh. And he still, regardless, he still smacked a few doubles, and he still did his thing. So, uh, my inaugural "I'm him" will be Aaron Judge this week. On base percentage, on base percentage, up through the roof now. I think he's doing that. It's gonna be crazy. So, yeah, but um, let's. Uh, that is that is it for tonight. Um, we're going to wrap this up with our goodbyes. Anthony. Wait, 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 wait. Can I give a special shout out? Can I give a special shout um, out? Yeah. Uh, you can go out. first if you want, Raz. I know we did. I know we have against the clock and it's I'm him situation. Special shout out to one of the goats, Roger Federer, definitely Word. retiring soon. Want to definitely, if it wasn't fair and judge, I definitely would have picked him behind him. So, shout out Roger. You know, like it's always dope to see some of the greats in sports, you know, like, you know, get honored and, and take that farewell tour. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate you. Season two, Mr. Facts and Stats, we back. <laughs> I'm back. You know, we want to make this a great one. Um, really happy to see everybody. Really happy to have you tune in and listen to all of our antics and everything that we're going through. We got a lot situated and set up for you this upcoming season. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the love and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. So tune in for some more later on. Peace. Anthony. All right. Another week, another extremely long pod, but we were happy to do every single minute of it. Uh, thank, Thank you guys at home. Follow us on all the major platforms. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Fuck you, Kelsey Plum, for not responding to my DMs. Um, <laughs> but yes, we love all y'all, and we'll be oh back next God. week. Okay, Weezy, you are. <laughs> oh my God, good job, good job, um, Anthony. <laughs> uh, uh, um, honorable honorable mention for uh, the I am I am him segment. Uh, Albert Pujols, he should definitely. Yes, I am him. Oh yes, Albert Pujols. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they should let him pitch some more. <laughs> that <was good. laughs> like that was great, man. I ain't gonna lie. Well, um, 
yeah, follow me on the socials, you know, on Twitter. That's I no, that's Breezy5X on Twitter and on Instagram is Breezy underscore B I L O Z. Yeah, I'm fumbling and stumbling all over the place. <laughs> but yeah, season two, man. Let's get it. The mad producer. Underscore podcast poppy underscore on all social media platforms. Uh my uh honorable mention from him is Garrett Garrett Wilson. Because he is indeed him. Despite what Mike says, watch the tape. He's him. (laughs) He is absolutely him. Uh thank you everybody for watching the pod, sharing the pod. You guys are all awesome. Uh go to my TikTok. I post another video there. It's already got 800 views. Sick, right? Uh just talking about good things because the Nets are in a good spot. Fuck you guys for thinking differently. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All you guys are just haters plotting on my downfall because you guys stink. But uh, the Raiders are the worst and best 0-3 team in football. Go Jets. <laughs> okay. And yes, uh, I'm here. Thank you everyone for watching uh, hit that like, share, subscribe button. Uh, follow us anywhere that you get your podcast: Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We are on all of it. Um, it is perfect with all of that. Um, and yeah, follow me on the socials. You see it on the bottom there, I A M underscore M B J. Uh, we will back next week. Uh, one more thing before we go, I gotta take the solo screen off because we rushed through, uh, especially Rise. Before you go, we didn't do our eliminator pick. All right, we I'll go first. Our, uh, well, I lost again. Yeah, you're you're out. You're out again, Anthony. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> I couldn't even get I the feel like we should, I feel like we should just turn this from being an eliminator to just being like our overall record for mortal locks of a week. <laughs> I swear, I swear, we might. I mean, I we feel like that's that. a smarter uh, route. I Mike is already. I'm already up three. I'm three zero. Well, just, no, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there. correct. Three zero. You're. I'm. I'm two and one. I'm one and two. All right, so we're rolling with uh, the whoever pick of the week, the which whoever is whoever the, the the whoever the <laughs> Patriots are playing. Uh, <laughs> I forgot who the Patriots are playing. The Patriots. Um, are playing the playing Packers. The Packers. So the I Packers. will take my Packers pick. Oh, the Packers. This early? Yeah. I'm running that whoever offense, baby. <laughs> Roz, who is your lock eliminator pick of the week? Uh, Would you like me to name some of the games? Sure. I got the Dolphins and Bengals. I got the Vikings and Saints, the Seahawks, Lions, Jets, Steelers. Also, if we do this uh, record thing, all teams are back on the table. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Bears, Giants, Titans, Colts, Chargers, Texans, Browns, Falcons, Commie Cowboys, 
Jags, Eagles, Bills, Ravens, Cardinals, Panthers, Broncos, Raiders, Pats, Packers, Chiefs, Bucks, Rams, Niners. I'm gonna go. Uh, was it Browns, Texans? Browns, Falcons. Browns, Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Browns for that one. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Detroit. You go Detroit over Seattle. Yeah. Okay. That's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick at all. Do uh, I get a pick? Go ahead, James. <laughs> you know I gotta do it. It's going to be them. Let's ride over the Raiders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah, yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't even know how much I switched up on Broncos. I hate, them. I hate them so fucking bad. <laughs> he heard him. That's right. This corny motherfucker literally <laughs> has been the biggest media whore on planet Earth. He's the worst. Did you guys see the TikTok he made where he completely switched up how he talks? Yeah, he's I'm not so, gonna watch that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste my time. He's such a goddamn tool, man. Oh my god. He's you so sound, hateable. He's so like, hateable. You sound like Crowder right now. You sound like Crowder right now. You sound like Crowder. <laughs> Can I get my two Jets insiders? To give me some uh, some info, is Zach Woods is he playing this week? Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's highly possible. It's week four, yes. it's week four. He's yeah. playing. Technically, they haven't cleared him. They haven't. If you, if he's you listen playing. to Salah, that could he's mean playing. either he's going to play or his legs about to fall off. We don't he's know. <laughs> we don't know. I we hate that about Salah. I don't know what that means. So I don't even know. I just like he's playing. Whatever. If they trot out fucking the corpse of Joe Flacco out there, I'm screaming. So here's screaming. my thing. If, 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 they trot, if they trot out the corpse of Joe Flacco, I'm definitely picking the Steelers. Zach plays Danette. It's not so much of a lock for me. I still think the Steelers are going to win regardless, but it's a lock if Flacco plays. So if uh, I'd be betting all my money on the Steelers if Flacco plays, I, I would I go like and do an alternate betting games. line that the fucking Steelers beat us by twenty because we can't score. So I would go take the plus a minus nineteen and a half for the Steelers, get a crazy fucking line on that, go get that at plucking fucking plus seven fifty, make some money, and then just watch Joe Flacco die. It's <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers. Praying. That's Michael the praying on my downfall because he's mad. Yeah, I, no. I, that's uh, that's Mike mad that I say the Titans give up 400 yards every week. Yeah, can't wait till we win again. Still better. Give up all them yards. Still better than your team. I mean, Mike. Mike, the the argument has never been the Titans aren't better than the Jets. The <laughs> argument is that you guys have a better, top 20 D- or 20th ranked defense. Better than your team. Got a better quarterback <laughs> than you do. But still, in all, you hate what world do we live in that the Colts throw for like total offense four hundred yards? We're gonna see what world. We beat the Chiefs. We never know. They did beat the Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs are better than the Titans. We'll see. We'll find out. I just wanted to throw that up there just so y'all can see again. But yeah, from us to you. Uh, 
wish you a Merry Christmas. Shout out to you. Happy Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Shalom, brethren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>